is Free Talk Live. It's your show. You can bring up what you want via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231, the live Saturday edition of the program. That's 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. Of course, your calls are the primary element here, so when you call, we put you on the air about what you want. In the meantime, we bring up items of interest, things that uh, that we find intriguing and interesting and worthy of mention on the radio. So we'll start tonight with a, a quick update on a story we discussed earlier this week. If you don't get the weekday show, you are missing out. We do have a, a full slate, six nights a week of programming. You can get archives, of course, at freetalklive.com. Or better yet, call your local talk stations Thank them for airing Free Talk Live and ask for more. So the story we talked about earlier this week was the We the People organization and their planned hunger fest, as they were calling it. Mark, do you want to run down, since I summarized what We the People is doing uh, earlier this week, do you want to go ahead and give it a summary for our new listeners? Well, es- essentially, they've, uh, they have they had a lawsuit defeated in, uh, by, in the Supreme Court. I guess it didn't really get to the Supreme Court. They decided that they weren't going to hear it. So, you know, a defeat. Um, they had uh, gone through the circuit court, and the circuit court had, you know, they'd seen a defeat there and taken it to the Supreme Court. And the lawsuit was about the right to petition. Right. The, um, in the First Amendment, let me read it right here. It's the last part, right? It's the last part. It's uh, the right to the people to peaceably assemble and to petition the government for redress of grievances. There had never been a um, – the Supreme Court has never heard anything on uh, the right to petition for redress of grievances. Uh, as, as far as a definition of it, the uh, House uh, – excuse yeah, it was the House that used to uh, – the House of Representatives used to hear grievances – but the abolitionists back, uh, you know, prior to the Civil War, just were inundating them with, uh, you know, letters, and they decided we're not going to hear these things anymore. So they stopped hearing the um, abolitionist grievances, and you know, it just sort of went away. And it's 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 an odd part. I mean, it's in the Constitution; they're supposed to hear our grievances, and and they don't. And when you say hear, you mean uh, listen and respond. Yeah. And uh, they, they, you know, apparently they've just stopped doing it, and and uh, it's still in the uh, the Bill of Rights, so therefore it's still part of the, the the Constitution. So the court said, as I recall, that you can ask, but we don't have to answer. Yeah, that right. was that's pretty much it. You and, peons. And right, well, you know, they're the government. Yeah, and you and aren't. you're not. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, the, the We the People organization decided that they were going to do a hunger strike in order to uh, get the attention of the, um, the the politicians, and I'm interested in seeing how it's going to turn out. Well, because they've been trying different things over the last few years. I mean, in the in the process of doing this lawsuit that you were talking about, they also a couple of years back served all 535 Congress people. With their series of questions that they want to ask, they're legitimate questions, they're questions that deserve answering. And they were ignored, and they had this gathering out on uh, you know, the National Mall or something like that, right. and they were ignored, the gathering was ignored. So Bob Schultz from We the People figured he'd take it the next step and have people hungering for answers. Look, if you won't give us answers to these questions, not only are we not going to pay taxes, but we're Which going to stopped. starve. They've been not paying those taxes for years. We're going to starve ourselves. In public. And I praised them on the air this week. I said, this is great. I mean, compared to what the, the Ron Paul people did in D.C., which is just stand around, wave a bunch of signs, and walk around like a you know regular protest, which no one cares about, this could be something that could really generate some press. People fasting in public 
for an indeterminate amount of time? It, that it seems... certainly doesn't happen in America very often. Right, right. So I thought, well, well the, the only one I know of, of any you know consequence besides somebody in jail or something like that is uh, Gandhi did it. Now, you know, Mark, that I, I don't get excited by things that are political. And this certainly has a political bend in that they're targeting politicians and trying to get answers from politicians and all that. But I, I praised this during, during the week. I said this is a great idea because it could really generate some, uh, some controversy and some discussion. And who knows, maybe they'd even get an answer from somebody. I don't know about that part, but you never know. Here's the latest from WeThePeopleFoundation.org. Last Sunday, we posted our web update titled Next Step, Large-Scale Hunger Fast. Last Tuesday, Chairman Bob Schultz met for the third time with the staff of the National Park Service to discuss the details of the WTP's permit for the Hunger Fast. Already going downhill from here, can't you tell? Asking bureaucrats for permission to protest? Doesn't usually work out too well, and here's what happened. The fast was originally scheduled to start August 11th, but was rescheduled to start on September 16th due to the five-week break by Congress. They won't be there when they're not around. (laughs) Until Tuesday, the conditions of the permit included a 24 hours a day, seven days per week, hunger fast with tents as shelters, provided there were no sleeping bags, blankets, and pillows for comfort. Chairs would be allowed. Last Tuesday, the National Park Service informed Mr. Schultz that no one would be allowed to sleep during the hunger fast. Anyone caught sleeping, they said, would be cited for violating the permit. The cost would be $75 for each citation plus court costs, which (laughs) court costs is usually several hundred dollars in some of the smaller towns, you know, smaller municipalities. It's difficult to say what it would be like in D.C., the bastion of large government. Bob argued without success that the hunger fast was a First Amendment expression of our disgust with the government's failure to respond to our petitions for redress and that a no-sleeping rule would, in effect, amount to a denial of First Amendment rights to petition, speech, and association. One more sentence. Absent the initiation of yet another legal challenge or hungering by people on two- to three-day shifts, the Park Service's no-sleeping rule effectively cancels the large-scale hunger fest. No, no. It was your willingness to obey the Park Service's rules that canceled the Hunger Fest. And this is why this obedient mentality is never going to get you anywhere. Because as long as you're obedient to the government and all their little rules to micromanage you, then they're never going to let you protest in the way you want to protest. You can't hunger unless they allow you to hunger. Oh, well, you can hunger. And, you just can't sleep. Right. You, <laughs> yeah, you just can't hunger here and fall asleep. I mean, this is... It just goes to show that the system is never going to allow itself to be subverted, at least not from the inside, not by people asking for permission. Oh, please, can we subvert your system? Right. It's just not going to work. The government work. has grown to the point at this, uh, that I think that it, the United States government has grown to the point that I just don't think there's anything you can do about it. The snowball is yeah. rolling down the hill. It's too big to stop. And, I, you know, all these small government Republicans out there, from whence I came, um, they... Uh, you know, they're just they're hoping against hope. Uh, you think John McCain's going to save you? <laughs> really? So, B- Mr. Big Government Republican himself? So there's your update. I know that uh, you wanted to talk about library fines, well, but I your wanna... calls are primary. Let's go to the calls here. Talk to Chris in Florida listening to WFLA. Chris, you're on Free Talk Live. you got to turn down your radio, Chris. It'd be much appreciated. Yeah, i, I, I got to turn down. You are on the air. What's on your mind? Uh, well, I, I heard a little bit of what you were saying about, you know, the protesting and, uh, um, I guess the fasting. Yes, sir. Uh, more, more or less to, to affect, uh, political outcomes. Am I kind of hitting the nail on the head? That's yeah. what their, that's what their plan was. And now they've thrown it all out because the government bureaucrats said Told no. Them they couldn't. 
Well, let me let me tell you something. Um, if if Barack Obama is is, I mean, God forbid the guy's elected, but if he is, you'll see how socialism works firsthand. Oh, we and, already uh, see that, sir. I mean, we're, this well, is a socialist know, country. Right, but what I'm saying is, you'll see it on a grander scale. You mean like uh, universal uh, health care? Right, exactly. Universal okay. health care, uh, liberal activist judges uh, appointed to the bench that, that more or less invent the laws they see fit, not interpret the Constitution. That's like already going on. Judge. That's happening well, right now. True, but uh, but I'm just saying, okay. I, I, I don't necessarily, now I am a conservative to the core, I'm a Reagan conservative. Mm. Uh, I don't agree with John McCain on several issues. However, two main issues, and this is probably going to tick liberals off when I say this, but you know what? Uh, go to Lowe's and buy yourself a ladder and get over it, you know. Uh, two issues that McCain does support that I do agree with. One, he will keep the Bush tax cuts in place. He's already said that. Now, hold on a second. Before you get to issue two, and I'm going to give you a chance, okay, so let's let's talk about issue one real quick. Now, okay. I've heard about these tax cuts, and it seems to me that you can't really cut taxes unless you actually cut spending. And the government hasn't um, shrunk in size, sir. We've got a bigger government than we've ever had. Bigger debt than we've ever had. Uh, so I don't really understand how you can... I mean, yeah, okay, maybe that's it, Mark. They cut the taxes, but they kept spending the same amount. So really, it's all going to come out in the wash eventually, right? I'll let you respond to that. I'll bring you back. Hang on. More with Chris. Your calls as well about what you want at one 800 259 so he said, uh, "These were well, the two things he disagreed with McCain or agreed with." I, I well, no, he agrees with. He's going to keep the Bush tax cuts. Oh, okay, okay. So the two things he likes about McCain. We'll explore the second thing, and we'll allow, of course, uh, Chris to respond here in moments. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one is the number. You take control. It is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show, and you can take control of the airwaves via the toll-free number at 1-800-259-9231. SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. Again, that number is toll-free, 800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features are free, so enjoy those on us, including the bulletin board system. Over 375,000 posts. There's a lot to talk about, serious issues to fund stuff. You'll find it all at bbs.freetalklive.com. Again, bbs.freetalklive.com. SACL CAI has a full orbit approach to account recovery. It's really three companies in one. They do collections, early out billing, and they purchase charged off receivables. SACL knows the way they treat your customer reflects on you so their staff is respectful they record every call and they have the best equipment money can buy your business is therefore handled as efficiently as possible see their banner right there at the top of freetalklive.com as uh, we go back to your calls chris has been waiting patiently listening to wfla so chris you were telling us two of the things that you you generally uh, find mccain to be distasteful but there are two things you said you liked about him one was that he was keeping bush's tax cuts and i said well it's kind of funny they call them tax cuts but they don't actually cut the size of government how do you feel about that before you get to your second issue okay well first of all i'm not uh, you use the term generally uh, distasteful things i find about mccain honestly i i would say i'm 90 percent there with john mccain sorry as to hear far that as, as far as now i think he has had some trouble with his conservatism and solidifying his conservative base. However, well, clearly the I, Republican parties had trouble with their conservatism, but uh, you're still on board with them. So you know. 
Well, there you go. right. Well, the the thing is, I've I've never been a, a lib, so you know, it's easy to see conservatism. Well, I guess right. I have. I don't know. Have I been a lib, Mark? Or, what, a, are we a classical liber- liberal? liberal? Well, I guess I'm a classical liberal. I think the terms cons- conservative and liberal are so yeah, messed up that I don't well, even hey, know let, what they let, mean. Even the term libertarian's messed up now. I don't even take that term. Right. Well, listen, uh, I, I say that I've never been a lib. In other words, I, I've always kind of had clarity of thought as far as conservatism. I, I see Reagan conservatism for all the good it did, and it is still having a major impact on the uh, Republican well, Party. Well, before you However, go on there, hang on a second. Reagan, I mean, I like what the guy said. Like, he's got some he's got really, really quotable great. quotes. Uh, but as far as actually adhering to his so-called principles, as uh, is, is my understanding, at least uh, according to Harry Brown, the 2000 Libertarian presidential candidate, during the eight years that Reagan was president, the size of government increased by uh, like 69% or something like that. So not so much uh, adhering to anything that he really talked about. Well, the, the thing I, I would have to we, – we would just have to agree to disagree on that. Okay. But, uh, Did he know, make government for, smaller? Well, right, but but no, he didn't. Right, but understand okay. if if someone like Barack Obama gets elected, you're going to see big government firsthand. Well, well I already see it, sir. It's well, the three I, I, trillion I dollar federal see, government. I think you're going to see big government in the area of um, like Bill Clinton did. You're going to he's going to try to grow the the social side of government, but you're, yeah. but he's going to probably not grow the military side, even though he's ma- paid. But some he'll lips. keep it the same size, maybe. Uh, well, the military can't stand the Democrats anyway because they know they don't have their back. Every time you turn around, you've got the likes of John Kerry, Barack Obama. You've did got Ron, other hold on, but, but did Ron Paul have the military's back? Well, I don't consider Ron Paul a Republican either. I think Ron Paul's a, a liberal zipped but, up in a Republican But rap. you didn't answer my question. Did Ron Paul have the military's back? I, I don't believe he did, no. Why did Ron Paul get more contributions from military members than any other presidential candidate? Well, I don't, I don't know what, what facet of the military you're talking about. Sir. All of them. The military, the ones with guns. Well, no, I, I understand that. But, uh, Just curious. Listen, All listen right. I, I didn't want to get off on a tangent about That's okay. Paul. Get I, to your second Ron point. Paul, okay, my second point is um, the uh, war on terror. Okay? Mm, I, scary. I, I support that. Let me, let me try to make this point okay, here. Okay, sure. I support uh, President Bush 110% on, number one, going to war. Number hmm. two, his uh, ideologies behind going to war, because first of all, the way I look at all it, sir, we were attacked on 9-11 by rogue terrorists with, who were, if you'll pardon my French, who were hell-bent on killing Americans. Okay? I agree. They came over here, they bombed the World Trade Center, they killed 3,000 Americans, and you've got liberals standing up saying, well, I, I support the, the, the troops, but I don't support Bush's wars, they like to put it. Well... For all you liberals out there, let me educate you for a minute. First of all, who attacked who on 9-11? I don't know. I, I think some criminals. Wait a minute. Some crimi- wait, 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 wait. Before you go on, uh, about 19 people uh, attacked the United States on 9-11, and we've brought a good majority of them to justice, and George Bush has failed to get Osama bin Laden and has said he doesn't care about uh, where right. Osama bin Laden right, is right, right now. Now, now hang on. I Trust me, I've heard all these talking points before, but talking let me ask points. you this. If you, had a network, <laughs> a terror, if you had a terrorist network, sir, that was arranged like Bin Laden, Bin Laden's got people hiding him over there, number one. Mm. Okay? It, got, are you telling the greatest military on earth can't find him? That's right. Neither that's not. what he's telling you. Saying. And I, I, eventually we will find Bin Laden because Bin Laden will, will run out of places to hide. He'll right. run out of holes in the ground. We'll, we'll, find him at the, we'll find him at the nursing home. <laughs> 
Well, you know that that's neither here nor there. But well, the now before you go is, on, they sure found Saddam Hussein. Chris. You know, I mean, he had a vendetta against uh, uh, you know, George Bush had a vendetta against Iraq. They sure found Saddam Hussein and what, hung him. What you say, Chris, might actually make sense if history started at 9/11, but it didn't. Uh, prior to 9/11, there was all kinds of meddling going on overseas by the U.S. military under both Democratic and Republican presidents. All kinds of meddling going on in their business. People being having uh, bombs dropped on them, lives ruined, destroyed, uh, political dictators placed and controlled. And so these people were pretty pissed about that. I mean, does, does that make sense to you as to why they might want to lash out at uh, the American people? Uh, no. Uh, you know, no? look, look, let me let me say it like this. We go over there. There's going to be Islam, Islamo extremists or Islamo Nazis, as Rush like, likes to put it. I, I'm a big Limbaugh fan. I could never uh, guess. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, ha-ha. Anyway, uh, but anyway, yes, I am a Hannity and Limbaugh fan because uh, Sean and Rush are too well-versed in the topic. They do their homework on it. Uh, I, I uh, could, I could, if I could sit on the air with Rush, I would tear him to uh, to pieces all the time. I, 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 I seriously doubt that. Look, he just he, the fact is he just toes the Republican line. He said it himself. He carries the water. So, well, first, uh, first of all, you know, you've got all these Obama Kool-Aid drinkers out there that are on the Kool-Aid. Just like the Clinton Kerry Kool Aid drink. Hey, man, they, Obama's they not going to end the war either. But Obama's hey, not going to end the war. McCain's not going to end the war. They're both a couple of warmongers. And, you know, again, here's a question for you. Maybe you could put yourself in the shoes of some of the people over in the Middle East. If the, the red Chinese were over here helping America by setting up military bases, because America needs the help, and so the Red Chinese are going to come set up some military bases, maybe, you know... Uh, Decide down, on some of our policy yeah, locally. Maybe drop a few bombs on a few neighborhoods to make sure that we keep the, uh, the, the so-called bad Americans in line. Don't you think that you might want to go and hurt some of the, uh, the Chinese government people or the Chinese people in, in retaliation for that? Well, to, to be honest with you, brother, uh, I, I frankly don't care what the Islamo extremists feel about me, okay? I'm an American. I'm a patriot. Is it ext wait a minute. Wait a minute. I didn't ask about Islamo. I asked you about the red Chinese. Would you be an extremist for wanting to go and get revenge on a uh, country's people that sent a military over here to suppress you and oppress you? Well, again, I don't care whether it be the red Chinese or the, the, the Muslims or whoever, I support the troops and their mission, unlike liberals wow. who support the I troops. Don't know. I almost want to hang on to this guy. Hang ahead, on. Hang I want to bring you back because I think this is fascinating. I don't even know if you understood my question, and I'll make sure I get it across very clear in moments. It's Free Talk Live. Our archives, website, and podcast will continue to stay free, but if you think other people deserve to hear this show, consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 a month at amp.freetalklive.com. Help free some minds. Visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show. You can bring up what you want if you dial in toll-free. The live Saturday edition is 1-800-259-9231. SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features are free, so enjoy those on us. And those features include live streams. We've got a broadband version of the show and a dial-up version, both free for you at freetalklive.com. Lose weight the easy way with Dex C20. I've been taking this uh, diet supplement now for going on three weeks. Lost over four pounds, and you can do it too. It's Dex C20. It's in a gold box. You can get it at Walgreens, CVS, or 
diet.freetalklive.com. That's DEXC20. As we continue, uh, Chris is being very patient, uh, continuing this conversation we're having with him, uh, just generally at this point about uh, the the war in Iraq. That that happens to be it's the war of the not moment. Re- not really a war. Um, it wasn't That's declared true. by Congress, so therefore illegal. Unconstitutional war. How about that? Yeah. Uh, and so, Chris, you're talking about. I'd asked you a question, and I want to ask it again. I don't have my board up. Just pot you down a little bit because it sounds like you might have your windows down there. So um, no, I don't. I don't have the windows down. I've oh. got the uh, AC on. Oh, okay, okay. Well, anyway, here's my question again. Here, and I don't know if I if I quite got it through to you. And Mark, if you can help advise here, uh, you know, as you were the conservative most recently, maybe I'm approaching it from the wrong direction. But my question is. Let's look at our situation we have today. Right now, there's an awful lot of U.S. troops all around the world. They're in over 700 military bases in over 131 countries around the world. So they're spread pretty thin. And so let's say that just fantasy we're coming up with here, this probably isn't really going to happen, but let's just say that uh, China decides that the U.S. needs a little bit of help kind of taking care of its own back there at the in the, 40, the lower 48. And so it decides... Uh, Maybe all of China's oil is underneath United States soil, like all of our oil is underneath the Middle East soil. Well, yeah, and so, <laughs> so, so China comes in here, and let's say the U.S. bureaucrats invited them in, so therefore the people wanted it. Uh, so China comes in with its military, sets up military bases. Hang on, follow me. They set up military bases. They start running patrols through your streets. In fact, they find that there's some uh, troublemakers here and there that might be throwing Molotov cocktails at their tanks and stuff like that. So they decide to drop a few bombs on a few neighborhoods because they're pretty sure the troublemakers actually live in those neighborhoods somewhere. And uh, so some innocent people die and maybe your family actually gets caught in one of the bombing raids. You're telling me that you wouldn't be upset at the Chinese, uh, the Chinese people or the Chinese government for that? Uh, okay, now, now, now give me a little time to respond sure. to this. Sure, go ahead. I, I, see, I see the correlation you're trying to make. Here. That's you're good. You're trying to tie this into us going into Iraq. Brother, there is no comparison. You're giving me a hypothetical scenario. I'm giving you real life. We went to war with a country with, with Muslim radicals who attacked us. Well, they didn't okay. go to war because they didn't declare war. So, and and, you can, and a war okay. really is a conflict between states. A war is, you, can't have a, you can't have a war on a, a group of people that aren't in one area. Okay, but let me ask you this. There, there may have not been a formal declaration, but we are we are in a war. Okay, that's the reality of the matter. That's where we're at right now. Well, they're in a okay. war. I'm does not. It, does it not bother you that our government didn't follow its own rules that set up in, in its constitution? No, you know, you know, you know what bothers me is honestly is for is for all the liberal Kool Aid drinkers out there that say they 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 support the truce but they don't support the mission. I'd like to that's point out that I am not a liberal and I don't support the war and I don't support the troops that would go and fight in a war that is a, is an aggressive war. No, no, no. I'm, I didn't say you by name. I'm saying other I people understand. that I that I've. See, you know, Sean Hannity has a man on the street. Well, I have a man on the street, too. I go out and talk to people, and, uh, you know, I, I talk to libs, and they say, well, I, you know, I, I, I support those troops, man, 110%, but I don't support Bush's war. Yeah, you know, they're just brother. pandering. Those people are just pandering. They just don't want to upset you that much, and that's why I think that's why they say those things, and they don't want to up the, upset themselves uh, by thinking that they couldn't, that they don't support a, a branch of their lovable government. Well, because uh, yeah, right, it's, it's really sacrilegious in this country to say, I don't support the troops. I support the troops that have the courage to just say no to going to this right. war. I, they they I swore an oath to the Constitution. They should, they should uh, force their betters to follow it. Foreign and domestic enemies. And the domestic well, enemies know, are I, in Washington, hey, 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 D.C. Listen, listen, guys. Yes, sir. First of all, statistics you know, say, and I don't have the exact on the, on the nail on the head number, but between, I would say, 50 to 60 percent of the military 
support the GOP. Yeah. And, you know, and it's kind of it's kind of ironic. Gee, you know, you support someone that actually has your back, that supports you for the most part. Unlike the liberals who every chance they get, they undermine the military. They talk smack about them. Here, here's well, a question Don't for forget, you. you're saying they support the GOP, but Ron Paul's part of that GOP, and he got more donations than any other president okay, from okay, but my question to you is, you military keep mentioning people. this. You keep mentioning this schmuck, Ron Paul. Schmuck. Ron Paul stands a snowball's chance in a microwave of winning any election. You're right. One. Yeah, I well, need to get two. nominated. I agree with you. And number two, who uh, who is this pinhead, Ron Paul? Ron Paul calls himself a Republican, but he I'm telling you, he is a liberal, zips up in a Republican. He's a liberal. Under, under the guise of being a Republican. He wants small government. That, does that, that sound liberal? like a liberal to you? You said that Barack Obama, who's you also called a liberal, wants big government and socialism. Oh, how, can, how can you? He is a liberal, dude. How can you get? How, how can a li- how can both of those people that want two very very different things both be liberals? Well, first of all, Ron, Ron Paul can say what he wants. There's a lot of people who claim. They're conservative. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait, Ron Paul's not your. I mean, I'm no fan of politicians, and I've got my gripes with Ron Paul. But Ron Paul, you can look at his voting record, my friend, and I suggest you go and do that and call us back next week uh, when you've actually done that, because Ron Paul has, I don't believe, ever voted for an increase in the size of government ever. Right. So you he's can not lying to you when he says he's conservative. <laughs> Thank you for the call, Chris. Appreciate the conversation as we continue here, because the calls have been building up. Let's talk to uh, Mike in Florida, listening to. Double WFLA, Mike, you're on Free Talk Live. You guys rock. Thank you, sir. How the hell did Fox keep you guys on? You're you're on the wrong channel, man. Fox? We're not on Fox. Oh, well, here, you're on uh, 970, which is Fox Station. I think they run Fox News. Yeah, yeah, they run Fox News. It's a clear channel station. Uh, (laughs) We got on the air because, uh, you know, frankly, we've been working hard at this uh, for a number of years. And uh, And they know the new voice of, uh, you know, the the voice of young people in America is they know that the government can't fix problems. Even even when they send out bureaucrats with guns and call them the military, they still can't fix problems. (laughs) What were your thoughts tonight, Mike? Thank God. uh, I, I just... Having to come across you guys. Uh, luckily, on one of the sister, one of the competing stations, they have another group of young guys that present what you guys did was a remarkable um, display of patience when somebody is a complete and utter ass and has no concept of what the hell he's talking about. What's yeah. this other show you're talking about? Uh, we, oh, these guys, they, they replaced uh, the jerk out of Atlanta, Neil Bortz. Uh, we got some young guys that they, uh, they they did an experiment for one hour, and then they put them on for three hours. They're on from, uh, hmm. from I don't know 9 in the yeah, morning Neil, to Neil noon. Bortz, the so-called libertarian. <laughs> yeah, what a joke. Yeah, they, they finally got his butt off. I mean, because we're, we're just underrated with uh, Savage and the other clowns that are just, you know, just beating... Well. You know, Mike, you can get more free talk live. All you have to do is call uh, WFLA during the week, talk to uh, Gabe Hobbs, a programmer there, and thank him for airing this show, and ask him to uh, put our weekday show on, because we do that yeah, six do that. Uh, Gabe. Gabe Hobbs. Uh, and that goes for everybody listening on local radio stations around the country that only get the Saturday show. There is a weekday show available. Call your local program director, thank him for the program, and ask for more. So what was your point tonight? What did you want to well, get out? Here's the thing. Uh, you know, the, the gentleman, he pointed out uh, liberal, liberal, liberal. Let me, uh, if, if you guys be so kind, from Webster. According to Webster's Dictionary, an, uh, the definition of a liberal is not narrow in opinion or judgment. Hmm, not conservative. Well, that's me. I like to, I like to believe a person who holds liberal views or you know, basically doesn't have a fixed opinion is willing to at least listen to a, an argument 
and be well, persuaded that possibility that their position is wrong. I see where you're coming from. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. I like the about, definition, too. It sounds, but, uh, but I know, have a fixed socialists opinion. out there that, that uh, Rush Limbaugh calls liberals. I'd like to think I have an open mind, but I have a very, very fixed and defined opinion when it comes to the issues. My opinion is that it's wrong to aggress against your neighbors no matter what the goal you have in mind, whether it's bombing brown people or it's feeding the hungry. It's always wrong to aggress against your neighbors. So I have a very fixed opinion on on that would uh, no, you're, you're like absolutely that? right on that there, there's no see the thing is is the, the, the under the undisputable fact is we attacked and conquered a country oh get your terms right it wasn't you or i was it <laughs> it's they they right. attacked the country and don't ever include yourself if you don't really want to be included with that particular gang so be careful about that i thank you for the call tonight sir 800-259-9231 you can take control bring up what you want this is the live saturday edition of free talk live This is Free Talk Live. It is your show. You can bring up whatever you want via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line this live Saturday edition. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features are free, so enjoy those on us. And if you like the show and want to help support Free Talk Live, then we ask you shop with us at amazon.freetalklive.com. Enter Amazon through that link, and Free Talk Live will get a percentage of your purchase. There are 41-plus categories to shop in. Free, super saver shipping on a whole bunch of items, and you get great deals and the brands you trust at <laughs> quick to your door. And Free Talk Live gets a percentage if you enter through Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com. We continue with your calls about whatever you want. Ladies first, it's Joy listening to WFLA in Florida. Hello, Joy. Yes, hello. What's on your mind tonight? Uh, gentlemen, I'm going to look to your expertise because it's something that I don't understand. Don't be fooled. We're just talk show hosts. Okay. Okay. Nancy Pelosi supposedly is, one of, is the most powerful uh, Congress uh, person. In the United States. Given that she is, why didn't she run for president, nor why wasn't she selected as vice president? I can't answer. I don't have any sort of uh, insight into the realm of politicians. I find them all detestable <laughs> and no, <I> despicable, <laughs> so I try not to really pay any attention. Mark, did uh, you want to answer that question? Speculate, I, perhaps? I, I, uh, why Nancy Pelosi didn't, um, didn't get... The nod. Well, I, maybe they like her where where she is. I don't know. I she mean, I, seems to be the same as any other politician. As far as I'm me. concerned, uh, I think Joe Biden was a, re- a terrible choice for uh, Obama, and that he will uh, that he could likely pay the price. I was amazed. I, two months ago, I would have assumed that the next president would be the Obaminator, uh, but uh, now I'm really beginning to wonder. I I, I think it's a neck and neck race, and um, I and, think the, it was a and the winner is irrelevant. I mean, either way, either whoever, way, we get more government. Right. Whoever wins, government will become more intrusive, more oppressive, and more expensive than it. Ever has. There you go. Well, Joy. Well, thank you very much. Well, if you had more, you're welcome to go on, but I thank you for the call. Let's continue and talk to Mike, listening to or listening in Montana. Mike, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Mike. Well, good, after, good afternoon, and uh, I appreciate your show. Welcome aboard. What's on your mind, Mike? Thank you. Uh, my, my concern is with respect to the both of the conventions upcoming, the Democrats and uh, in Denver next week, and mm-hmm. of course the Republican 
and the Ron Paul function at the junction in my uh, in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. But uh, I've I've heard some kind of rumor that uh, due to uh, whatever kind of uh, regulations that they may have come out with or or whatever that uh, the, the anybody that's there and if they were if they're protesters or if they are sleeping in uh, in a park or something or, or you know they're not registered in a hotel or something that they are subject to be uh, you know being put into a a concentration uh, camp? Or, yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah, that, allow me to confirm the rumor for you. Um, we heard the story at the beginning of the week, and it is very similar to what happened back in 2004 at the New York City Republican National Convention. This time it's going to happen at least at the Democratic National Convention. We haven't heard what's going on for the Republican one. But in Colorado, where they're planning on having the Democratic National Convention, the police department there has been outed in advance. They were trying to keep this under wraps, but they've been outed, and it's been proven, and they've admitted to it, that they have a concentration camp that they have built uh, to house thousands of protesters in this essentially business district warehouse, a, you know, basically a gutted warehouse where they've put up eight-foot-tall fences with barbed wire at the top. They've got, uh, they're going to have guards with tasering devices and very, very little access to any sort of food, water, or bathrooms. Uh, Congress, Congress shall make no law uh, establishing, uh, let's see, infringing the right of the people to peaceably assemble. Oh, what are you pulling that thing out for, Mark? I mean, nobody that's nobody that crap pays attention to that. Wait, wait, that's the Constitution. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so this has happened before. It's the Bill of Rights. It's the part of the. Um, yeah. It's the part that the, that the people and the states wouldn't sign the Constitution until they put it in. Didn't do much good. This happened again in 2004, and it's happening this year. And I presume that the cops, wherever, where the was it Minnesota, they're having the Republican convention. I don't even know. Yeah. Wherever, wherever it is, that's, they're having the Republican right. convention. They're probably doing the same thing there. It just hasn't slipped out from under wraps yet. Where essentially what they did in New York City was they walked down the street and just wholesale rounded everybody up that that just happened to be on the street, if it, whether they were protesters or businessmen or whoever it was, they got rounded up and put into this detention center, this temporary holding facility, which is essentially a concentration camp for some of those people. Some people were there for 50 hours while they waited for, uh, to be so-called processed. And I looked right. into this particular case because there was a lawsuit that was filed about this by many of the victims, uh, because these people are victims. They weren't harming anybody. There's nothing wrong with being in the streets protesting as long as you're not, not disrupting anything, and they weren't. They were on the side of the road playing instruments when many of them were uh, rounded up. And so well, when all this stuff happens, they went and they, uh, they sued, and nothing has come of it. I mean, nothing has happened to put a stop. The, the judges have not made a ruling. I don't know if it's been thrown out. I don't know what the latest is on that case, but it's been four years now, and nothing's come down, so they're going to continue locking people in concentration camps. It's crazy, okay, isn't it? Well, one one thing that that uh, I've I've come across on the internet is a website assertrights.com a s s e r t rights r i g h t s dot com okay and I would I would offer that website with respect to all protesters who are going to be in the uh, Denver as well as Minneapolis. And what what's on there is a is a very nice laid out card that um, that gives great information. And I, I'm not I'm not an attorney, but 
but what it is, it, it, it allows you to basically hand this card yeah. to an arresting officer. Yeah, I reserve that, uh, all my rights. I don't consent to a search, that sort of stuff. Right, the things that people right, need right. to remember in an incident like that, but when the cops approach you, you can't remember stuff like that. You've really got to have it written down unless you've practiced it over and over again. Oh, so it sounds like a it, great idea. It's, it's assertrights.com. Like but if everybody would do this, like if one person does it, it's no effect. But right. if you have 100,000 people asserting their rights at the same place at the same time, they're going to have a little problem. I think it's a great suggestion, and I thank you for bringing that up, and thank you for the call tonight. We appreciate hearing from you. 1-800-259-9231 is the SACL-CAI toll-free line. Yeah, people who are going to be in a position of possibly encountering the police really should get their ducks in a row and have some idea of how to handle a situation like that if it were to come up. I, I haven't vetted the assert rights website yet so i don't know exactly what they've got there but it sounds good from uh, from his description and I, I came across an interesting youtube video recently by the anti-terrorist it's this guy that wears this black balaclava with black sunglasses and he gives all kinds of he interesting... looks dangerous but uh, apparently he's uh, you know just a peaceful guy i traded emails with him uh, he seems like a really cool guy he's well aware of the free state project and uh, likes what we're doing out here in in Keene and so anyway, he gives some really great tips on how to deal with the police, on how uh, the police are not used to you asking questions, for instance. So if you make a point of asking questions instead of answering their questions, uh, it kind of puts you in a different role, and the police don't really know quite exactly what to do with that. Asserting your rights is, of course, a, a good idea as well. Don't allow the police to search. If the police ask if they can search your vehicle, for instance... That means they don't have any probable cause to search. They're fishing. They want to see if you'll say yes. So don't tell them yes, uh, other, unless you want to be left on the side of the road with all A your crap A lot of people would say, I have nothing to hide. And um, I think that one thing that they need to think about is, look, you know, when cops find a gun, as far as they're concerned, you're a criminal. Um, and generally, uh, you know, that's, that's not true in every mm -hmm. town with every cop or anything like that. But, but you know, it, it scares the crap out of them when they see these things. Uh, don't forget, uh, you know, happening to have uh, some kind of... Uh, you know, prescription drug bottle that you know maybe maybe Could it's moms. Yeah, moms. Maybe it's uh, you know got you got it from a friend. Maybe it's out of date. All these things can yeah. really get you in big big trouble. So you may not know what you have to hide. And beyond that, don't you have time? I mean, don't you? Isn't your time important to you? Wouldn't you rather be where you were intending to be than standing on the side of the road? watching as a cop tears apart your vehicle so there's a if lot to learn if you've got nothing to, the, to hide then he, then there's nothing for him to find so there's no reason for him to search let's continue with your calls and talk to thomas listening to wftl in miami thomas you're on free talk live with the mark hey, hey gentlemen there's a few things i want to point out right quick sure and i just want to address the um concentration camp issue uh thank god white america is now working up and I'm not prejudiced at all to the fact that police have been corralling and putting black folks in concentration camps and searching their vehicles illegally oh, since the time I can remember so mm -hmm. far back. Um, another thing, the Rush Limbaugh, John Hannity surrogate. <laughs> Did you call him a surrogate? <laughs> Yes. Hang on, I'm going to bring you back. If you can hold through the news, we're going to bring you back for more commentary from you, because I want to make sure you have a chance to get it out there. Yeah, he didn't get much time. Yep. Hang on, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. We've got Mike, Tom, and Livewire all on the line. And ladies, you come first if you dial in toll-free. This is the live Saturday edition of Free Talk Live. Hour 2 is coming up. Would you like to help others find Free Talk Live? You can help us advertise, market, and promote the show at amp.freetalklive.com. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier now for $3 a month and get some cool bonuses at amp. 
www.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. We are launching into hour number two of the program, and you can take control of the airwaves via the toll-free number at 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features on the site, they're free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. Before we get back to the calls, we had a gentleman who's been holding, and several people have been holding patiently, so we will get back to you. But I want to welcome real quick our two newest affiliates. We did briefly mention WKVT in Vermont last week, but we weren't quite sure if they were on board with us, and we know they are now 100% on board with the program. So welcome to uh, 1490 WKVT in Brattleboro. Beautiful Vermont. Uh, beautiful communist Brattleboro, but we love them over there. They're an interesting group of people uh, listening to that not station. Not everybody's the same. That's you true. You can't That's draw true. these. We sweeping. love the callers. We had some really interesting calls uh, when we filled in for their morning show over there, and it's an interesting group of people. And really, it just goes to show that you know, on one side, we've got stations like WFLA, this behemoth of a conservative talker in Florida, and then on the other side, we've got uh, WKVT in Brattleboro, which is a progressive talker. So isn't it interesting that this is one of the very few radio programs that's not like a home improvement show that can actually cross over to multiple talk radio formats? You boys are a bunch of liberals. Well, I don't know about that. Anyway, I also want to welcome uh, WSVG on board, uh, AM790 in Mount Jackson, Virginia. So... Breaking into the V-States now for the first time. Virginia and Vermont for the very first time, which uh, I think is pretty exciting. You think they grouped themselves together as the V-States? No, I don't, I don't yeah. think the people in Mount Jackson would get along very well with the Brattleboro people. But uh, you guys can call in and talk to one another over the radio. And I uh, just want to welcome all you new listeners on board to the program. If you're new to the show, you're going to be hearing something a little bit different. After all, I mean, how many shows can they put on? All the different types of talk stations. We've got hot talk stations on board with this program, conservative talkers, progressive talkers. Even a business talker picks up this show. So we're really all over the map, and it is truly the show about your calls. You can call in about whatever it is that you are interested in discussing, and uh, we'll talk to you about it. So let's get back to your calls and talk to Thomas in Miami listening to WFTL, yet another uh, conservative behemoth talker in Florida. Thomas, you're back on the air. I wanted to make sure you had a chance to get all your thoughts out. So uh, go ahead and recap real quick where you were going. Thank you very much. Uh, first off, I had mentioned the fact that white America is now uh, recognizing that uh, they are now being housed in concentration camps and causes searched search illegally. I'm not prejudiced at all, but blacks in America have been suffered, suffering that kind of abuse since the beginning of the time, as I can mm-hmm. remember. The Russian Limbaugh and Sean Hannity surrogate. Who wants to talk about uh, the reason why we attack Iraq? Failed to realize that there were 19 terrorists on those planes. 15 were Saudis and four were Pakistanis. Mm. Ask why didn't we go and attack Saudi Arabia? I tell you why. Airspace closed in the USA, and the only aircraft that was allowed to fly, why there was a plane flying around that we didn't know where it was that finally crashed somewhere in the desert was flying Osama bin Laden's brother out of the country who was with Bush one. And Bush, too, vowed to carry out when he was governor of Texas. If you ever get a chance to go to war with Iraq or Saddam Hussein, he was going to carry it out to the fullest. Saddam might have been an evil or a threat, but there were no uh, al-Qaeda in uh, Iraq. No, besides that, there are evil men in all kinds of dictatorial positions around the world. Why single him out? Why not go into Africa and depose some of those guys? Why single them out? 
right. why not come right here in this USA and single out all of these child molesters and all of these uh, serial killers that we got right in this country? Well, I'm most, I'm most concerned. I mean, child molesters and serial killers, there aren't really that many of them. I mean, really, statistically... There's a lot more politicians exactly. than there are uh, child molesters <laughs> and serial killers. I think they're the most dangerous people in America, and I thank you for the call, Thomas. 800-259-9231 is I do understand what he's saying, though. It's fix, fix problems at home before you, uh, you know, go abroad. Yeah, but you can't... The, the problem, though, is the government can't fix problems. All it can do is create problems. That's all the government does, is it says on one hand, oh, well, just look to us, we'll take care of you, but or we'll save you, we'll fix this problem, but, but there's, there's nothing, solutions. There's nothing they're good at doing. There's, <laughs> right, they're bad at everything, and in many cases, not every time, but in many cases, their solutions create problems worse than the original problems they'd intended to solve. The war on drugs ring a bell for anybody? All right, let's continue with your calls. Mike is listening in Florida, and he's been waiting patiently. Hello, Mike. You're on the air on Free Talk Live. Hey, how's it going, guys? Hey, Mike. What's on your mind tonight? Well, and uh, one short word. I'll tell you what's on my mind. Debt. Debt. Okay. In this sense, the uh, idea of personal debt. Okay. Now, I won't say who I work for, but let's just say I work for a financial institution, customer service, and I received a call from someone who had a business account with a certain government organization who handled the problem with some finance, right? I'm sure if you gentlemen have had credit cards, you've had to deal with that too. Mm-hmm. But I learned something that in my years of working in this industry that I did not realize is that if you work for a government industry, this person said they're not supposed to pay finance charges. Really? Uh-huh. So individually? Schmoes, mm-hmm. Individually? If we get a Visa or MasterCard, any kind of card, and we get finance charges, sometimes they might waive them, but not all the time, so the rest of us had to pay, but apparently the government doesn't have to. That's amazing. Well, and, and I wouldn't necessarily believe what they said. I, you know, that would be something I would check. I but, believe it. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, but, I wouldn't, but I don't doubt it. I, I wouldn't. Now, the other part of debt has to do with student loans. Uh, and I saw you guys before, and well, my partner, before we met 20 years ago, he, had a, he took out a student loan for about $1,800. He didn't finish school, uh, went back into the workforce, had some problems with debt, and never in, in a way, I kind of said maybe he admits it may have been his fault partially for not really covering it, mm-hmm. but he really got a notice at work that his wages are going to be going to start garnishing him 20 years later, and that $1,800 wow. loan he took out 20 years ago is now $7,000. Oh, gosh. They're going to start garnishing about $120 every two weeks from his paycheck. And what really makes this, and I'm trying to prevent myself from swearing, I know this is radio, you guys can't curse, <laughs> I'm you not going to, guys. But they basically screwed him over by coming up with some arbitrary decision in Texas. We live in Florida. So he had no chance to challenge this whatsoever. Mm. It's not like any types of credit where you can make some kind of a settlement. Nothing like that. They arbitrarily decided you're going to wow. get your wages garnished. That is amazing. What can, can you, you say believe, to that? So I'm, I'm just telling all was the it a federal loan or was it a student loan? If you're a college student, if you're new, be listening to Free Talk Live. Don't mess with federal student loans. Okay, that's you what I want to make sure. You will be messed up. 
by this. Yeah, I mean, you really, you should avoid doing anything at all with governments if you can possibly avoid it. And just, there's no reason to get involved unless you absolutely have to, because there's always all kinds of, again, unintended consequences to getting involved in what you think is just an innocent little loan, but boy, they aren't just your average lender. Thank you for the story tonight, and thank you for the call. Let's continue. You can bring up anything. Uh, let's go ladies first to Maggie, listening to WFLA in Florida. Hello, Maggie. Hi there. How are you? Hello. What's on your mind tonight? Well, I just didn't like how you basically compared the Bush administration to communist China. I don't think it was a fair comparison. And to answer your question, I think if communist China invaded America or came in and tried to put people in, I'd be very pissed off. Okay. <laughs> thanks. Thanks for the answer. Do you think that it's okay then that the people in the Middle East and all the different countries in the Middle East, I'm not going to just pick one of them, do you think that it's okay that they're upset that we're over there? Because many, many, many of them are. Well, well, first of all, that comes dangerously close to justifying the 9/11 attacks because you're saying they were retaliating against us. You know, but, I think that I think that attacking people that didn't have really anything to do with it is wrong. I think what they did is wrong. It was a criminal act, and I think they should be punished for that. However, I can kind of understand. Like I'm trying to walk a mile in their moccasins. You know what I mean? Well, here's the deal. The the reason why we put people over there in the first place because is because there was genocide going on. In the Middle when Eastern was this? Countries. When's the gen- genocide you're talking about? Okay, let's just stick with Iraq. Saddam Hussein was a genocidal dictator. Do you agree? Well, um, I think that I think that they, you know, they were able to prove that there was one um, incident with the Kurds, uh, you know, in in his court, uh, you know, in, in court when when he had his trial and stuff like that. But there's there's a lot of okay, genocide so, going okay, so on all over the world. One, one incident of genocide. But okay. no, you said that the reason that we were over there was because of genocide, and I'm going to tell you that we've been over there for about a hundred years. The U.S. military has since been the Ottoman, since the Ottoman Empire fell. Now you, you remember the you, you remember the Marines that got blown up in Lebanon. Hang on, I'm, gonna put it, I'm putting Maggie on hold, and we're going to try to bring her back, and I'm, I'm going to ask my board op to uh, consult with her, maybe have her call back, see if you can get a better cell. Her cell phone's a little wobbly. I want to make sure she can get on and that we can talk to her about this. And take your calls as well about what you want at 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. It is a live Saturday edition of Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want if you dial in toll-free at 1-800-259-9231. The Sickle CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We've got a wiki over 1,700 pages created by listeners like you. You can go to wiki.freetalklive.com. Get interactive. It's free, like everything else on our website, wiki.freetalklive.com. If you're feeling a little chubby, do what I'm doing. Uh, take the DEXC20 uh, diet supplement. You can get it at uh, Walgreens, CVS, uh, you know, most major uh, drugstores. And I've lost uh, more than four pounds, and it's just been about two weeks. DEXC20. You can also check it out at diet.freetalklive.com. We're going to go back to Maggie, who is listening to WFLA in Florida. Wanted to make sure she uh, had a chance we can t- con- to continue this discussion. Before you go on, though, Maggie, I want to sort of rebut something you, you started out your call with. I just sort of let slide by at that point was that uh, you had suggested we were comparing the United States military with the Chinese military. And that's not really, in point of fact, what we were doing, though you did get the point of what we were doing. And I appreciate that. Uh, I don't I want to make it clear. I don't defend the Chinese military, but I wasn't in any way comparing. In fact, there is no comparison. The U.S. military is far larger and the U.S. U.S. military occupies over 130 countries around the world. China, you know, Taiwan, Hong Kong, maybe a few of the countries in their well, they're, region. They're going but, after Taiwan. Yeah, I mean, maybe... Sure. I, 
So yeah, I didn't say that you compared the military to okay. communist China. I said you compared the Bush administration to communist China, which. <laughs> well, the government in general is very, uh, very socialist. Bush don't you think that, don't you think that George Bush could pull the troops out of the 131 nations if he wanted to? And don't you think he should do that? Uh, well, my husband was in the army for six years, and he served in Afghanistan, and he served in Bosnia. Mm-hmm. And um, he is proud of the war and glad that we're over there and, uh, you know, helping a country that has been under the rule of a genocidal dictator for do you think that <laughs> for many, the many 20, years. Do you think that uh, some and of the 25,000 people, the families that died, do you think that they feel like they're being helped by the U.S. military? What families? People were, families people of were the people suffering in Iraq. and being killed before we went into the war. But, and, so and it's okay? Back to your previous point about the... Uh, why we went into the war? We went into the war because all of the reliable intelligence of the time told us that there were being there were WMDs being produced. Mm-hmm. Now, okay, um, they never found any WMDs, of course. However, we we had gone to Iraq before in the Gulf War because Iraq invaded Kuwait, so right. we were not we were not you know aggressing. You know, Saddam, Saddam Hussein no. said on 60 Minutes that he had been given the nod nod by George Bush Sr. to go ahead and invade um, Kuwait, that it was okay. I think it was a Madeleine Albright or something. It was, like it was that. an interview, and I you know I don't I I, I kind of you know wonder whether he he did you ask. Would, you would believe <laughs> you would believe anything that Saddam Hussein says. No, no, no actually just, you cited the wrong source, Mike. Maybe Saddam said that, but there actually is a citable source out there of the envoy to Iraq. Actually, uh, he consulted with the U.S. government people and said, I'm planning on invading Kuwait. Is that all right? And they, they, did, they did give him the go-ahead. Is I mean, after writing? all, they were, it's out there. I don't know who it was. Maybe one of our listeners that's on top of that sort of thing can call and, and actually cite the source. But really, I mean, they, they, they were buddy-buddy, and there's that picture out there with him shaking hands with Don Rumsfeld from the early 80s. So at one point, you know, Saddam Hussein was on the U.S. government's payroll, and it goes back to your point, Mark, about how the U.S. government has had its troops and its CIA and its agencies over meddling in the affairs of these people for, as you said, decades. Yeah, I'm for commerce with everyone, but meddling, but you know, entangling alliances, as our founding fathers said, with none. Right. I mean, how do you feel about that that quote, Maggie? I mean, the, the founding fathers made it pretty clear that going around the world, getting into these entangling alliances, was a really bad idea. Do you just think they were wrong about that? Well, wasn't it JFK who said that wherever there's injustice in the world, then we should go and help the people? Superman! <laughs> no, I, I, you know, I mean, who I, cares what he said? Well, who cares what JFK said? I mean, as far as I'm well, concerned, you're talking about, you know, you're talking about history, so okay. Uh, well, know, JFK was wrong. Right. And, as, as far as I'm concerned, JFK is wrong, and he doesn't have the right to take my tax dollars and, uh, you know, put them towards, you know, writing the rights as he sees them. Well, I don't know. I just when people are being killed, I don't think that we're unjustified in going over in killing and trying people. to stop her. Yeah, but no, stopping. You, you're saying stopping the killing, but we killed more people. Two wrongs and, don't make a right. And now we've currently got you we know. We killed more people. I'm sorry. We killed more people than were being killed for hundreds of years, as you said, hundreds of years. Look, do you we uh, b- 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 hold on? The, you know, the, you want another country to invade this one because of uh, you know, there's crime here. Yeah, the fact is, illegal aliens are being tortured, or you know, whatever they figure out, whatever reason they decide uh, people are being hurt here. Do you think that? Well, no, the Islamo extremists are, are would like to make the whole world. An Islamic world, and no, I would not. Well, I, I think we're giving them it. credence 
by going in there and meddling in their affairs. We're giving people, we're telling, you know, I mean, they're okay, saying so, we're the so great Satan. What you're and saying is that you're comparing us again to Islamo-Nazis, Islamist terrorists. They're like, just, look, there's, all they are is people that want power. Well, all we've got difference? in this country is people that want power. Right, what's the difference is between... All they, they are is people that want power. I mean, if they want to go spread their Islamo-whatever around the world, and the U.S. government wants to go spread its democracy around the world, really, is there that much of a difference? Sure there is. You're talking, uh, first no, of No, there's all, not, sweetie. It's, it's, in, not, it's, it's inflicting who, violence on your neighbors. People, we're not talking about people who want power. We're talking about the American government wanting peace. This Across. isn't. You don't bring you don't drop peace. bombs on people to get peace. Right. Sure you don't do. kill people to bring peace. I mean, you sure leave you po- folks alone. Some... No, and you know what? Here's my Where biggest objection. Gonna... You know, beyond all the policy uh, uh, dis- disagreements we might have, here's I'm my sorry, biggest well, let's objection, let's Maggie, Maggie and that is you don't sorry. Peace. Let's What's talk it? the Civil War. What about what about? If you want to go, go, go back to history, we had to have a civil war in order to make peace in our country on the nope. slavery issue. Sorry, you're Sorry. wrong about that. The, the states entered into a contract which they called the Constitution, and they had the right to withdraw from that contract. You don't go and kill the most Americans that have ever been killed in a war. In addition, Maggie, so how many you people do you want to kill? And kept slavery in their st- in the, in the South. Maggie, Maggie, slavery disappeared across the globe without a bunch of wars. Right. It would have disappeared in the South too. It we was didn't only need to here. go. Yeah, the United States government didn't need okay, to go so and kill. Okay, so we should have just waited a couple hundred more years. Wouldn't have been. It wouldn't have been. Why, why, why did it? Why did it end around the world? And it would have taken a couple of hundred years, which, by the way, would we would still have slavery currently right, in this country. Fifty years. How about two years? How about two years more of slavery? Would okay. that have been justified to wait just a couple more years of people being as opposed to five hundred thousand people dying? Well, wait yeah. a second. Be, 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 before before you go on there, oh, okay. Lincoln didn't free the slaves, and he didn't he didn't free the slaves in the the Union. He didn't free them at all until but, after the Civil that's War. That's what they taught me in government school, Mark. What? He didn't he didn't free the slaves until two years after the uh, South seceded. You know, he all he did that was only a political move in or, in the midst of the war. He freed the slaves in the states that he didn't have control over, right? <laughs> that's right. I'm sorry, I, but my main point is that you're saying that slavery would have ended in just the same amount of time whether we had gone to war or not. Oh, no, 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 I'm not saying, not saying that. that. It, it would have ended of its own accord. Peacefully. It would have ended peacefully, and the war that killed the most Americans ever... Right. So you're saying that occurred. those people who were slaves, they should have just suffered it out and waited no, it out. No, I would have been somebody, if I were alive back then, you know, hold on, Mark, the I, if I were alive back then, in Haiti. I would have been involved in the Underground Railroad and saving those people from slavery. And, and, and again, as Mark pointed out, every other country around the world has ended slavery on a peaceful basis. They did not have to fight a war inside their own country over it. It's only America that did that. So to sit there and say that the, the death of over 500,000 Americans is justified because a hand handful of people uh, you know, were able to be unenslaved, which, as you pointed out, Mark, wasn't even the, the case. Lincoln didn't free the slaves. That's just a story they tell you in government school to get you to believe that government is great. Thanks for the call, Maggie. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can take control of the airwaves. In fact, uh, somebody could point out or argue that I'm involved in the new abolitionist movement, freeing the new slaves, because the plantation really just expanded. Yeah, slavery isn't over in this country. Yeah, there's no uh, taskmaster standing around with whips at the moment, but we are enslaved. We all have to pay taxes. If exactly. you don't, you go to jail. And obey whatever it is they demand of you. More on the way. Free Talk Live. One of the bonuses you'll get as a Free Talk Live amplifier is access to our classic archives. For just $3 a month, you can become an amplifier, and you'll help us get on more radio stations and MP3 players. Get the details at amp.freetalklive.com. That's amp.freetalklive.com. 
This is Free Talk Live. It's your show, and you can bring up what you want. This is the live Saturday edition. The toll-free number is 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, and it's Ian here with you. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features are free, and they include the archive. So if you've missed a moment of the show, just click and download right there from the front page of the website. Going back for an entire year, totally free. Those other talk show hosts, they want to charge you for accessing their sites. Ours we give away, so enjoy for free at freetalklive.com. Dot com. Are you remodeling your kitchen or bath? Well, now you can purchase knobs, poles, and faucets at wholesale prices and support a business that supports Free Talk Live. Internobs.com. Save 10% on your order by using the code FTL at checkout. That's FTL like Free Talk Live. That's Internobs.com. I-N-T-E-R-K-N-O-B-S.com. Friendly service and wholesale prices for knobs, poles, and more. All at Internobs.com. You know, before we continue with the calls, Mark, I'd made a point to you during the break that I thought was, I thought was worthy of bringing up on the air. I didn't think of it That's when right, we were talking so with smart. Maggie. Um, no, I don't, I don't suggest that at all. But I do know a thing or two about uh, the history she was referring to, which she apparently didn't know too much about, the Civil War. And she was talking about how, well... I think the she Civil knew what War, the government uh, schools have told her. Right. And that's, you know, I went through the government schools, too, so I got that same story. But when you start digging a little deeper, you find out the truth about Abraham Lincoln. He's one of the most uh, tyrannical, despotic uh, presidents in this country's history. Just brought in conscription, uh, brought in fiat currency. Yeah, just an awful, awful man. And, you know, jailed his opponents, uh, put put the press in jail if they disagreed with them, all kinds of terrible things. And... Then her point, though, one of her points was, well, I mean, would you have had slavery continue on? Shouldn't we have had this war to stop slavery? And beyond the fact that, what was it, over 500,000 Americans died in that war? That that wouldn't have been worth it. Uh, But how about how many slaves died? I don't know what that number is, but I know that the slaves were fighting down in the South. I know they had, uh, yeah, they had black regiments in the South and black regiments in the North. And, uh, you know, it would seem like if you owned slaves or, uh, you know, you were a general in the Confederate Army, you would send them out to fight. Hey, guys, you know, if, if, if you consider them to be not worth worthy of human you know they were they weren't actual humans or whatever it was that they were uh you know a sick thing that they thought but wouldn't you send them out to fight would seem like they would let's go to your calls here and talk to michelle ladies first listening in florida wfla hello michelle hi how you doing hey, just Excellent. great what's on your mind well, I wanted with what I just heard you say about the the Lincoln and the Civil War, I did want to also point out to you that um uh both General Sherman and uh General um General Grant were slave owners. They were the northern generals mm-hmm. and General Lee who led the Confederacy did not own slaves. How about that? That right. is a fact. That there were four. There were four fact. states in the Union that would uh, that did not secede with the South that were still slave owning states, and uh, Lincoln didn't free them, free the slaves no, in those didn't. states till the, yeah, the four years later. The Emancipation Proclamation actually freed the slaves south of the Mason Dixon line. Right, which yeah. he couldn't do. Which he couldn't actually do, so it didn't really do anything. It was just symbolic. Yeah, it was it was just a thorn in the South Side. The 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 Civil War was actually about uh, states' rights and interstate commerce. That actually wasn't the tangent I wanted to get off sure. on. Sure. I'm actually one of those liberal pinkos that all your callers are calling you and telling you is so terrible. And I have listened to you just recently, and I enjoy listening to you 
simply because I think you're doing a great service by letting these people talk Thank on you. the air and showing everybody how ignorant <laughs> they yeah. really are. They dig their own graves. I mean, we don't really have to do that much. Just know I mean, a thing or two. How, how can anybody say, um, get on the radio and say, oh, yes, we have to have a war to make peace, and we have to kill people to make peace? It's very Orwellian. <laughs> and, and, and all this kind of stuff, and it seemed to never bother anybody that Saddam Hussein was doing all these atrocities way back in the 80s when he was dropping mustard gas on his own people. It didn't bother us in the least until John Boy wanted to um, avenge his father's presidency and, and take you know, give Saddam Hussein to his daddy for, for his birthday. And um, I can't agree. I, I really can't disagree wish. with that, Michelle. I, I think I can't disagree. But I do. I do want to you know roast you on the spit a little bit since you claim to be a, a, a liberal. Do you think it's okay, <laughs> okay to throw me in jail or take my property if I don't want to pay for say welfare or government some schools? some some uh, wealth redistribution program that the government has? I do think that you, as an American, have an obligation to pay your taxes like uh -oh. everybody else. And if you deliberately uh, uh, don't pay them, you do. Ha there, that is, that should be. You should be penalized for it. I'm very glad that I live in a country where I have a free press, where you can have your radio show, where we have yeah. free enterprise, where you can go out and earn money. But freedom isn't free. Some people did pay for it with their lives. Um, we're lucky. We only have to pay for it in our taxes. And yes, you do have to support yeah. the Constitution. We're going to disagree on this one. So now, how you said that I was obligated to pay my taxes. Exactly how was that obligation created? I don't know, to tell you Because it wasn't. Truth. There is no real <laughs> okay. obligation. What it is is there's men with guns and people that tell them what to do. Right. And well, I think that there's been several laws passed by Congress that say you have to pay those, your taxes. Those would be the people and, telling them what to do. And, and also, I will say this. Wait a minute. Hold on, Michelle. Really Before you... nasty about people on, quote, welfare and that you shouldn't have to pay to support people on, quote, welfare. That is ignorant and that is wrong to go around Wait a minute. Now, hold on a second, Michelle. Huh? Wait, before you go on, I see where you're coming from. I like the idea of helping people that need help. Right. I it's support Goodwill that, uh -huh. and the Salvation Army. Right. It's just that That's I don't good. think that government bureaucrats are very efficient at allocating resources. For instance, if you have money and I and you give it to me, am I going to do a better job than you at spending your money for you? Probably not. Okay, here's another question. If you have money, <laughs> you give it to me, and then I give it to somebody that you don't even know in Washington, D.C., who's going to be best at spending your money of those three individuals? I'm sorry, you have to repeat the question. If you have like money... You give it to me, and then I take your money, and I give it to somebody else that you don't even know. Who is going to spend your money the most accurately as the, in, the, in the way you might want it to be spent? I don't know, but uh, you, you would don't have, know? You'd, you'd have to ask. You think well, the anonymous I, government I bureaucrat? Money, well, let me answer the question if I can answer Go ahead. the question. I give my money not only to taxes, but I give my money to private charity sometimes, Good. and they spend it. The way they see uh, fit that's going to be spent. I also give my money to uh, my stockbroker and my 401k, and they invest it for me. And sometimes they invest it wisely, and sometimes they don't. But the bottom line is, is to say that we are paying taxes to support quote welfare cheats and to talk down about the poor is wrong. Nobody talked down about we, the poor. I, no, no, I'm not talking well, down did. about the poor. Michelle. Look, as you far did. as I'm concerned, you did do that. no, I did Sir, not. I said, I that. said, I'm going to roast you on the spit. Do you think I should be put in jail? because I don't want to pay for welfare. That's not talking down about the poor. The poor and welfare well, yeah, are not the 
same thing. What I don't like about welfare is that 70% of a welfare dollar goes to middle-class bureaucrats in Washington, D.C., Michelle. It doesn't have to do with the legitimate poor people. It has to do with the cheats that are using the system and the, the bureaucrats that are uh, feeding off of it like piglets right. on teeth. I mean, the fact is, in the, well, the marketplace... I, don't know. I would have to see. I'd have to see more documentation. Point you, I would point you to... Uh, here you go. Here you go. I'll give it to that. you. I'll give it to you. Here you go. Go to ruart.com, R-U-W-A-R-T, Dr. Well, Mary you're Ruart. you I can't even write I'll give it down, to you again. I'd be it's, more than happy to look at it. Here you go. <laughs> right, it's, here it is Just again. Just a moment, Michelle. sir. Let me mm. get a pen here. The, the <laughs> book is called Healing Our World. It's by Dr. Mary Ruart, and she's got all kinds of uh, citations and information in there about how it is that if you want to help people, and I understand, I want clean water, I want you know clean air to breathe, I want people that need help to be able to get the help that they need. Uh-huh. It's just that I don't think the government is the best entity to do that, and the problem with government is if I disagree with what they're doing, they hurt me if I don't want to play along. Whereas if I don't give money to the Salvation Red Army... Red Cross doesn't do that crap. Right, and instead decide to give it to the United Way or whatever organization I think is best, then I'm making that choice to give my money to the organization I think is best based on whatever factors I deem appropriate, not based on some arbitrary, bureaucratic you situation. You sound like a libertarian. Is this a libertarian show? Uh, I wouldn't accept that term. I prefer the term voluntarist. I believe that people should interact uh-huh. on a voluntary basis, and I don't think we I'm should agree. Unfortunately, people neighbors. don't do that. Unfortunately, people don't do so that. People are going to throw them in jail if right. they don't do what we want. People that call themselves government don't interact on a voluntary basis, and that's what needs to change. I'll give you that address here. It's ruart.com, R-U-W-A-R-T.com. Dr. Mary Ruart's Healing Our World. Excellent book for people who care about others to show them that government actually hurts the people you're intending to help. More on the way, and I thank you for the call. It's Free Talk Live. is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up whatever's on your mind via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, the live Saturday edition. Once again, that number is 800-259-9231, and it's Ian here with you. Hey, Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are free, so enjoy those on us. And if you like the show and want to help support Free Talk Live, then vote for us. We need your votes In this month of August, if you've yet to vote for Free Talk Live this month, please go to vote.freetalklive.com. I know a lot of our Saturday listeners, you only get the Saturday show. Uh, You may not have heard us ask for this yet this month. We need your votes. If you are close to a computer or will be at some point this month, go to vote.freetalklive.com. It'll take you less than a minute. All you need is your email address. It's only used for verification purposes, just to make sure you're a real person. No spam. Not some robot. And so it's not going to be spammed. You're not going to have your address sold. Go to vote.freetalklive.com and vote for the show. It's much appreciated. It helps bring us new Internet listeners and impress our advertisers as well, which is all very, very important. At least if you help, if you like the show. If you don't like us, then oh well. Go do it anyway. Yeah, well, that'd be nice. Uh, <laughs> let's continue with your calls about whatever you want, and we will talk to, I believe, Jim is on the line listening to WFLA in Florida. Hello, Jim. Good evening. How are you? Hey there. What's on your mind? Uh, actually, I actually have two items I'd like to bring up. Okay. Um, as I was watching the Democratic primary this year between Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama, <clears throat> I was watching them both uh, intently and was impressed by both of them in individual ways. Uh, I did not see them either as a woman or a black man. I saw them as candidates. And then I started watching the results coming in from various states, and I saw 
that the blacks were voting for Obama 95 or 96 percent. And I thought to myself, I'm wondering if 96 percent of them think he's the best candidate because of his qualifications, or are they voting along racial lines? Um, it goes it goes further. I understand by the year 2040, whites in America will be a minority. Between blacks and Hispanics, they will be the majority. My concern is, are are Hispanics voting based on um, ethnic background, and are blacks voting based on race for candidates? And if that's the case, uh, if whites were doing that, would we not be considered racist? Well, it's all very speculative. There's a lot of white candidates out there, so I mean, you know, I I understand what you're saying. I I certainly, you know, the the fact that Hillary's a woman or uh, Barack Obama's black man really doesn't enter into my mind very much. As I mean, it's not that I don't notice it. It's just that you know, so what? But you know, there's a lot of white candidates out there, and I think that uh, some some white Americans do that. I, you know, it's all very speculative to me, and it's putting people in groups, which I don't like to do. Uh, I don't think that blacks are doing anything. There are individuals in this country, and individuals think differently about different issues. So I don't, I, I, that's not even a question you can really answer without putting people in groups and presuming that they all behave in the same way. So I, I think that's it's unanswerable. Let me just throw this at you. I noticed the first primary, I believe, was in Iowa, and Obama won that primary, and one of the things that was so interesting to the press was the fact that um, a majority of white voters voted for Obama. Um, so it is the press themselves that, that keep breaking voters into different categories. Sure. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Of course, then again, you can make the point that the press is, you know, there's always this kind of this chicken and egg question with the press. Is the press actually setting ideas into motion or is it simply reflecting the views of society in, in general? I mean, it's, it's really hard to say, but they certainly are contributing to the problem of people not being considered as individuals. The press, of course, generally, the conservatives out there believe there's a liberal conspiracy in the press and the liberals believe there's a conservative conspiracy. And I think what the thing, the issue with the press is, is there's a big government and pro-state, uh, pro-government uh, bent out there in the press. I mean, yeah, Fox obviously leans to the right and CNN leans to the left, but they both support, the, you know, they both support war for the most part. And they support the state, and so of course they support concepts that propagate the uh, the ideas of the state that uh, that help it stay powerful. And ideas like that are the ideas that put people in groups and treat them all the same based on the color of their skin or where they were born or whatever factors are, are there. Any final thoughts for us? Yes. Um, the, um, and the only thing that I would question on that, if I see an ethnic group voting 95% for a candidate, um, I, I would draw the initial conclusion that possibly either race um, or, his, or background may be a factor. It's just that it's such a large percentage. It doesn't seem to be that balanced. What percentage? But hold on. You're not looking at the full, <laughs> the full picture. What percentage is actually voting? Because you have to forget, you can't forget about that fact. I mean, there's a significant percentage of Americans in some elections. It's a uh, supermajority of Americans that just chooses to not vote because, I mean, why should they bother? Whether it's Barack Obama or John McCain or Hillary or same, Bill yeah. Clinton or George Bush, they're all the damn same. I mean, they all want bigger government involvement in our lives, more intrusiveness and more expensive government. So, I mean, really, why bother even voting? So, my question is, you're talking about primary voting. There's a very, very small percentage of people that bothers to turn out for that, and uh, smaller percentage is going to vote in that one primary so really you're talking of not even about a majority of people here so in the, in a primary situation in your mind that kind of a percentage voting um, is not illogical i mean well, it what, it what do we do about anything. it 
I mean, if, if, if in fact the black people in, in America are all racist bigots and uh, they, they will only vote for somebody because of their skin color, what do we as uh, white people do about it? <laughs> I don't like this conversation. I don't like being considered a white person versus a black person. We're all human beings with different levels of skin pigment. Can we get over this putting people in groups? I'm just just wondering what he he thinks we should do about it. Go ahead, Tom. Uh, Let's be aware of it. I mean, I I do not consider myself in any way, shape, or form to be prejudiced or a bigot. At the same point, when I see um, Hispanics voting in block form, when I see blacks voting in block form, and they seem to have an undue influence in government issues based on their percentage of population, I have some interest in that. Does that make sense to you? If I pay attention, and I'm white, and actually I have some Hispanic, uh, actually Spanish heritage, but um, okay. if, if, I, uh, if, if I pay attention to this and then I decide, oh, they're doing this, what do I do about it? Only vote, vote for white candidates? Because I'm, I'm not willing to do that. Oh, no, no, nor, nor then, should you. So but, there's just I nothing I can do then. Well, I think it should be. My point is, if 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 those issues haven't even been brought up, there's such great percentages that are voting based on that apparently that that issue, uh, but no one brings that up as an issue. I if, think that if whites voted 95 percent for McCain. That would become an issue. I, I think that why, if, if I had to, if I were to answer it from the standpoint of uh, the, you know these ethnic groups, and it's it's very difficult because I'm not certainly not part of those ethnic groups. I would say that they feel underrepresented, and they want they want somebody who understands their particular issues, um, and you know so that's why they're voting for somebody of particular ethnicity. I don't think whites have that same problem in the electoral process. When it all washes out, it won't matter anyway because they're all a bunch of control freaks yep. that want to tell Big us what government, to do. Doesn't matter what color they Thanks are. Thanks for the call. Appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. And again, I encourage people to get over this whole idea of, well, they've got brown eyes or they've got brown skin or whatever. They're human beings and they can make decisions for themselves based on a variety of factors. Each individual chooses various different things in their lives. And usually it's not based off of what pot of land they were born on or, you know, how old they are. It's a silly way to make decisions. Yeah, it really is. Let's continue and talk to Tom in Hudson, accidentally called Jim Tom, but... But Tom's actually here now in New Hampshire. Yeah, the, d- first of all, during the first hour, you used something that I taught you. When a caller <laughs> uh, accidentally included himself in that war in Iraq, say, we've been over there fighting that war in Iraq, and you guys corrected him and pointed out that they are fighting that war in yep. Iraq. Okay, See, I we can be reasoned with. One. And uh, the other thing I want to bring out as far as word power uh, comes out as very important for the bar for president supporters. If they would listen up here, be careful not to fall into this trap. What's wrong with this sentence? Okay, I don't like McCain because he supports the war in Iraq, and I don't like Obama because he supports lots of big government programs. So I'm voting for Bob Barr, the libertarian candidate. What you've just done when you say that is you've demoted the guy by calling McCain by his last name only, Obama by his last name only, and then suddenly implying that nobody has ever heard of Barr and that it's okay not to have known about uh, Barr by calling him by his first name, his last name, and his party affiliation. I thought you were going to say the objection was that uh, Bob Barr isn't a libertarian. He's just a Republican in disguise. (laughs) I think that's the number one reason not to vote for Bob Barr. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying that anyone should vote for uh, should or should not vote for Barr. I'm just saying that the Bob Barr supporters 
need to be careful on that or any yeah. candidate. Well, Bob Barr doesn't have supporters. I mean, I've actually read recently, and I thank you, Tom, for the call tonight, read a uh, kind of an analysis of the, the Bob Barr campaign. This, again, is the libertarian so-called presidential candidate. This guy, the, these, these people that support, there are very few of these people, but the people that support Bob Barr are bewildered as to why it is that Bob Barr has not gotten uh, any significant sort of uh, contributions, campaign contributions. And, you know, the reason is because you're not a real libertarian, Bob. You're a joke. And people that are, or at least one time, considered themselves real libertarians, I no longer will accept the term, but people that believe in liberty... I don't want anything to do with your campaign, because you're a joke. Hour three's coming up. It's Free Talk Live. You ever have one of those days where everything goes right? First, I get the best parking space at work. Tonight, I have a date with a very lovely Rachel. And today, I gave a killer presentation in Sydney, finalized the contract in London, and demoed our new product in Boston. Online, from my desk, with WebEx. WebEx lets me take meetings and give presentations from my desk. I just talk to clients on the phone, and they watch what's happening on my desktop from their desktop. So I can travel the world and still be here for my date tonight with Rachel. Travel less, meet online. Go to WebEx.com and try WebEx free. Just click the radio graphic and enter promo code 600 to get a free trial and a free webcam, too. Remember that code, 600, to qualify for the free webcam. WebEx, now part of Cisco and used by more than 5.5 million people every month. Give it a try, free. Go to WebEx.com and enter the promo code 600. WebEx.com. Free webcams available while supplies last. Terms and restrictions apply. See website for details. This is Free Talk Live. We are launching into hour number three of the live Saturday edition. You can take control of the airwaves via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All features are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. As we go to your calls, that's what the show's about. So let's talk to Livewire listening to WFTL in Florida. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Livewire. Hey, I wanted to lighten up the conversation a little bit with some entertainment news. And, uh, you know, it's kind of interesting. I find, I find it interesting, rather, that these rock stars and actors that have been dating Jennifer Aniston uh, can't seem to keep it together. They don't apparently understand the finer things in life because she's one fine thing to be appreciated. Well, now, I mean, we don't talk... She's been dating a bunch of rock and roll stars? I, I guess I just don't know at all. Well, yeah, I mean, we don't pay too much attention to pop culture, but it's interesting when people call about it because uh, it's always interesting to hear what people think and uh, how relevant it seems to their lives. Um, you don't really know Jennifer Aniston, so Maybe how do you know really what she's... Mean. Yeah, she could be a real see you next Tuesday. <laughs> Yeah, that's possible, but likewise, took at the, the males. And, and Absolutely. Which is why it's really, isn't it silly? I mean, people following the lives of Hollywood stars. It's, it's equally silly as people following the lives of Barack Obama or any of these other uh, politicos out there. I mean, it, it really just shows that Americans aren't so interested in their own lives that they're more interested in the, the celebrities. And it just really is silly to me. Well... That's why I would find her somewhat appealing. She apparently avoids the political uh, game quite a bit. But, uh, yeah, as far as many things of politics, I guess there's politics in all kinds of business. And uh, there's government. You know, there's, a, there's always going to be a scenario of a chain of command, which apparently you uh, voluntarily, <laughs> as you identified yourself earlier, uh, you know, there has to be some sort of structure, and it's not necessarily always going to be 
you know, in cahoots with how you would prefer it to be. Uh, but as far as the entertainment That's fine. Scenario, it's fine if it's not in cahoots with what I prefer because the marketplace wants all kinds of different things. All I advocate is voluntary interactions between human beings. It doesn't mean that those voluntary interactions will always satisfy me 100%, and that's okay. Because if I'm not satisfied in the marketplace, I can choose to take my business elsewhere, or I can choose to compete, start my own business, or I can choose to just, you know, do whatever I want to do because I'm, I'm free to make those choices. But when it comes to the government, whatever the structure might happen to be, uh, whether I agree with it or not, and I don't agree with anything the government does, uh, but whether I agree with it or not, I'm forced by threat of violence against me and my family and my friends and my property, forced to pay for it. That's what I object to. Does that make sense? I I can sympathize with that for sure. I would just add that one thing that I advocate is that the – uh, newest left-wing members, uh, the the, the uh, Obama guy and his new other running mate, in, uh, actually stumbling mate, I should say, uh, and the chump change that they're offering since they're change specialists, uh, they probably would do better by leading the uh, interplanetary space missions that NASA has in plan for the future. I would like to just put all of the politicians on a spaceship and shoot them off of the Earth. I think that would be fantastic. Thanks yes, for the call, dude. Appreciate hearing from you. 800-259-9231. But then, you know, once you do that, they'll just be replaced by other people that have always dreamed of being politicians, and the process starts all over again. Because the people in search of power, that's what they want. They want that power, and if a, a position of power opens up, then those people that are looking for it will jump right on in if and they like, can possibly do I, it. And I, I see what you're saying, and I, I, I don't know that I disagree with what the caller said. I don't. I don't, don't think I do. I think that there's liable to be always some form of government or another. Self-government. I would, like to, uh, I, I would like to just say that I, I'd like to see the government that we have stay within the bounds of the Constitution, because it certainly has it. It's Not well beyond them. And, it's uh, you know, to, to show them, to show letter, people my friend. that, <laughs> that the government simply doesn't work. Yeah, well, it definitely doesn't work, and then that, that's it's, it's evidenced by it. the fact that they, they can't even follow their own rules. They expect you to follow their rules and, and they'll put throw you, you in, jail. in a jail cell. Right. But when the government bureaucrats don't follow their own rules, it's all oh, well. We've just we just need to rearrange the bureaucracy. We got to get rid of this dead weight. Oh gosh, let's continue and talk to I believe it is Nick listening in Colorado. Nick, you are on Free Talk Nick Live. Drop, Nick, Nick drop. is gone. Oh, I didn't see that. All right, let's try Dave in Montana. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Dave. Dave in Montana, going hey, once. Yo. Hey, Dave. How you doing? What's hey, happening? I called up because of that guy worried about blacks just voting for blacks and Spanish just voting for Spanish. Uh, the Irish and Catholics just voted for Kennedy when Kennedy runs. So it runs around on all it's, sides. If it's true, you know, if it's true, then it's just an argument against the political system. That's all. It's just, it's just evidence of a, how people don't even pay any attention and that they, they make these choices that will have binding effects on people. This is the first time a man and a woman is running, too. I mean, a, a woman and a black man is running. So mm. that, that makes it even more that just the blacks will vote for the black guy. And just a woman would vote for the woman, you know? Well, you know, really, if that is all true, and I don't know if it is, I'm not going to speak, because, uh, again, we're putting people in groups here, and I think that's a that's a, a well, folly. Well, that, that's how people are. That's that's what's going to happen, you know? That's And he's worried about the white people depopulating themselves, and that's only because white middle-class women are the most ones using abortion, where the white, class, the white people are going to abort themselves really? out of existence man <laughs> there's more um, of them. so that's their own fault you know that 
or whatever. If well, they're worried again, about that all, that, all of that has to do with the fact that we have this adversarial system where one group always tries to control the others. And so the reason why these are this is a scary story to some people is because they understand that they've been the crapping on them. Well, they they understand these these uh, people that are concerned about the minorities becoming the majority. They're scared because they've been you know victimizing the minorities for so many years. That's what democracy is. It's tyranny of the majority. Whoever it is that's the majority gets to victimize and steal from and plunder the minority, whoever the minority is. I'm not setting anyone into groups. I'm just saying the groups of majority and minority. And this is the problem well, that, with that's democracy. That's why a republic is better than a democracy. But a republic is basically a democracy. I mean, really, the, the rep- representatives are democratically elected. So the only real difference there is there's a slight layer of so-called representation, which is, in fact, also a fallacy, because there's no way that one man can possibly represent more than himself. And they've, they've uh, violated every one of these amendments, from what I can tell. None of oh, these yeah. governmental constructs are that significantly better than the others. I mean, I would like, rather have a, bene- a benevolent dictator than democracy in some cases. I'd rather have a monarch that, you know, just is mostly hands-off than I, these government people. I think you're silly. I, you know, there's actually something to be said for that. I think it's Hans-Hermann Hoppe, who is one of these sort of free market uh, thinkers out there. He's There's a... Something that I think he's got an audio tape or something out there where he kind of compares the difference between a monarchy and a democracy, and really I don't I don't know if there's that much well, of a difference. Well, it depends on the monarch who's in the right. seat. That's exactly. Right. That's why I say benevolent. You one. get a you get a bad monarch, which is bound to happen statistically. But we've it's got bad happen. democracy. Democracy always goes. You'll bad. have a worse monarch, but uh, believe either me. Either way, I don't Look, want either. If one. George Bush could do anything he wanted to do. What do, you, do you think that would be better than uh, him being reined in no, at least a little bit? Certainly not. Okay, well, there he, you go. He made an executive order that if he decides that it's an emergency enough, he could do anything he wants. Yeah, what is it that Bush has, <laughs> wants to do that he hasn't done? That and these executive orders, that, that's, I don't get these things, man. As soon as the next president comes in, he should get rid of all the other guys' executive orders. They never right? do, though, because no president has ever gotten into office with the determination. Because they belong to a little club after yeah. that, that gets to pull all the It's strings, true, they I hang think. out. They're, they've been photographed hanging out together. The Clintons and the Bushes all hang out, and they're buddy-buddy. that's buddy. why Osama is so attractive, because he ain't a Bush, he ain't a Clinton, and he ain't Republican. You mean Obama? And the Republicans, since they've been in office, oil was $17 a barrel when Bush first got elected. Wow. And now what is it, you know? 117 and, and these guys are more. oil guys, too. So what, what the heck? What the heck? We should just take them and string them in the string them up in the center of the the, the village. There, ne- you know? Never gonna happen. As always, Dave, I appreciate <laughs> the suggestions and thank you. For the, <laughs> thank you for the call tonight, dude. We appreciate it. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Mike is on the line, listening to WFTL in Florida. Mike, you're on Free Talk Live. Mike, good evening, guys. Hey, How are you tonight? Doing super. What's on your mind, Mike? Uh, calling about that one, yeah, female caller earlier talking about that government needs to support a welfare program, and she is totally off the mark. She really does need to reread the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence. Well, and beyond the Constitution, if what you want is to help people, and I'm going to bring you back so you can continue your comments here in a moment, but if what you want is to help people, the government is the last organization you would want to look to to help people. They claim they want to help people. They actually end up hurting the people they intend to help. It happens so often with government programs. More on the way. This is Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live. 
This is Free Talk Live. It is the live Saturday edition. You can bring up anything via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. Sickle CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features are free, including the Shrine of Female listeners. Dozens of ladies who have sent us their validated photo to prove they listen to the show. See what I mean by going to shrine.freetalklive.com. That's shrine.freetalklive.com. Travel less and meet online. Try WebEx for free. Go to WebEx.com and enter promo code 600 and start your free trial of WebEx today. That's W-E-B-E-X.com. Enter promo code 600. That's 600 and start your free trial of WebEx today. We continue with your calls. Uh, Back to Mike listening in West Palm Beach, Florida. Mike, you're back on Free Talk Live. Uh, Okay. Well, one of the points I was going to make on this since Johnson's creation of the Great Society issue the whole welfare program has become a life support system, and it should never have gotten that way. Maybe as an assistance, but definitely not a life support system. And Katrina, look at that. All these people that relied on government subsidies, and then all of a sudden they couldn't get their checks cashed, and then they're screaming bloody murder that, oh, the government wasn't there. Yeah, well, the worse than that. It was, it was worse than the checks. I mean, the, the actual aftermath with the flooding, the government bureaucracies prevented private people and government and, and rather private businesses from coming in and helping out. Walmart had a truck full of water and ice, several trucks, I believe, full of water and ice that they were going to ship in to give to people, just give away. And the feds turned them away. They said, whoa, we've got this under control. We don't need you people around here. And so people literally died as a result of the government not allowing private people to come in and help out. You're absolutely right. If you rely on the state to keep you alive, boy, you are going to be sorry. Right. And the thing is, these people are relying on the state. And then here, I'm sorry, but you know what? I got a bug out bag ready, you know, in the event of disasters. Well, I, I wish I was uh, planning that far ahead, but, uh, you know, I, I think that uh, w- with hurricanes, you get plenty of warning, several hours, and you can uh, certainly pack something up. You know, I just, to me, it, it, people should plan ahead and, and that kind of thing. But, uh, you know, the, the fact is, if you give away free money, there's going to be people that line up to take that free money. Right. The problem and, isn't with the organization of the program or the fact that they brought the wrong bureaucrat in. The problem was with the program in the first place, with the idea that government uh, should exist, number one, but number two... Uh, exist and redistribute people's wealth by threat of force. I mean, that is, uh, it's just, it's wrong to take people's money and if they don't want to give you the money to, to hurt them or steal their property. And that's all government ever does. And so government itself, the authoritarian model of government is a barbaric, uh, ancient idea that we need to just get rid of and move on to the point where we can be self-governing and uh, have this voluntary society instead of a coercive one we currently do. I thank you for the thoughts tonight and thank you for the call. 800 259 9231, we continue. Tim, listening to WXNT in Indianapolis. Tim, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Well, guys. Hey, Tim. What's on your mind? I just want an address uh, so when you guys go to federal prison for not paying your federal taxes. I pay mine. I'm scared to death of these people. They're their taxes. They're not my taxes. It's their system, not mine. No, it does come after you, though. Yeah, well, I'm not scared. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they carry a very big club. Yeah, 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 just whatever. so you know, he doesn't. You know, they could come after me for whatever they wanted to come after me for. So if they don't like me and they don't like what I'm doing, they can make up all kinds of crap. They can plant drugs in my car. They could accuse child me of child easy. porn. Yeah. Hey, they let me go, tell you something. Yeah. They can do a hemorrhoid operation from a your hem- mouth. A hemorrhoid operation from my mouth. Is that an yeah. insult, sir? 
That's what I said. Yeah. Pretty bad. You got anything better than that? No, not too much. Right. You guys have been going Get. on with mm-hmm. welfare and all that stuff down there. And what was that that got hit with all the water? Uh, Norlands and yeah. Um, yeah. Well, that, that was kind of really between the uh, governor and the uh, the city officials there. Well, I'd say they screwed up, too. Uh, I mean, I think the government at all levels screwed up on that. But uh, FEMA was the overarching you know, agency the, the, in charge. The biggest there. problem is that I have to pay in my tax money to build a city, to rebuild a city that's 10 feet below sea level. Well, true. I agree. I think we should fill it in. And these, but, and right, well, it, well these, are, these are the kind of decisions that one gets when one starts making uh, decisions via committee. Right. So that's I'm tired of this government. I'm tired of uh, all the things that they do that hurt people with the money that I had sent them in the past. So when I simply decided to stop. Huh? When they bring your tray around, it's got an apple on it, you're going to be happy. Thanks for that, Tim. We appreciate the call. 800-259-9231. When I was in prison, the apples we got were really small. Yeah, I, I don't expect anything from them. I don't want their services. I'm not paying for them, so I don't want them. Stay away from me, please. I don't want you in my life, you government people. I have no use for what you do. You hurt other people. You're a violent agency. You're a violent gang of criminals, and I don't want anything to do with it. And it's a damn shame that people are so damn frightened of these people, because if enough people stopped paying taxes, then what are they going to do? How many people can they really lock up? I mean, really, you can only Supposedly lock up so many. Supposedly there's 60 million working Americans right now that aren't paying their taxes. I don't know. Speculation. But you can only lock up so many people before the economy comes to a grinding halt. Because if you've got people sitting in jail cells for the most part, they're not really contributing in the best way they possibly could to the economy. And everybody else that's outside of those jails has to pay more and more in taxes every year as more and more people get locked up. It's well, really you, a self-defeating proposition. If you have a, uh, a system that's based on coercion, though, you, you need to make a few examples. I, I think that uh, the caller has a... Uh, a you know, All the examples have worked. People are scared. There. People are frightened to death of these people, and it's just another example of why they shouldn't be cooperated with. A gang of violent people threatening people's freedom? Sick. Sick that anyone would go along with it. Let's continue with your calls about what you want. Steve listening to KGWA in Oklahoma. Steve, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Steve. Listening to KGWA. Steve. Hello. You're there, sir. Uh, You're on the air. What's on your mind tonight? Okay. I was wondering, you know, about these... uh the government tells you, you got to buy these HD deals, you know, or boxes or whatever. Boxes? What kind of boxes? Yeah, for, for your TV, you know. Oh, the converter they boxes. Coupon. Yeah, they give you a coupon and all that stuff. Yeah. What I was wondering about was, I got this feeling like, you know, when they launch that deal, that it's going to be like some kind of mind control thing. Everybody watching the same deal and everything. What do you think they're going to try to tell people? I don't know. I got. Uh, I can't believe like maybe it's going to be like a Big Brother deal, like maybe well, like the Antichrist uh, telling people that they can't buy, sell, and trade. This is a new one to me. I mean, we've we've heard a lot of conspiracies over the years. Yeah, I, I, I can't agree with this because the vast because those boxes are only for people that get their television through broadcast. Do you have cable or DVD or uh, uh, Dish TV or something like that? No, 
I just I don't see anything wrong with what TV was in the first place. I agree with you. I, I'm, I'm not arguing with that, but uh, you know the FCC wants to free up more space on the band, so they want to, so that that's that's the reason they're doing this. And I'm not saying it's a good right. reason or bad reason. I, I don't think that you know they, Steve, they should be involved. In it. Steve, let me give you a little bit of inside info here. The uh, the HD converter boxes you're talking about are receivers. They only receive. They don't transmit out. So nobody's going to be able to see what you're doing or anything like that. And if you're concerned about brainwashing, you should already be concerned because the media is overwhelmingly pro-state and pro-government and the types of reporting and the reporters that are out there worship the state and the government and whatever the government says in their press release, they pair it on the, you know, the television. And so already the dumbing down has uh, started. A, uh, an extra piece of equipment in your cable chain or your signal chain isn't going to change that. I thank you for the call. It's only for people that are getting broadcast TV right now. 800-259-9231. The programming will be exactly the same as it currently is today. It'll just look a little bit different. That's all. So be concerned with the content of the programming, not the delivery method. It's Free Talk Live. Our archives, website, and podcast will continue to stay free. But if you think other people deserve to hear this show, consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 a month at amp.freetalklive.com. Help free some minds. Visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want. It's your show. Toll-free number, 800-259-9231. That number brought to you by SACL CAI, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features are free on the site, and they include live streams. We've got a broadband version of the show and a dial-up version. Also, we have a cam. We've got a webcam that operates every single night here. You can go to cam.freetalklive.com. You can see that for yourself, as a number of our viewers are actually watching the show over at stickam.com. They feature us on the front page of their site sometimes. It seems like they're doing that tonight, so welcome to our stickam viewers tonight. Uh, You can go and experience all of that stuff on our website for free at freetalklive.com. If you're looking for smaller government and, well, you haven't seen the government get smaller, smaller anywhere, anytime in your life, check out the Free State Project at uh, freestateproject.org. Uh, the Free State Project is 20,000 liberty-loving individuals, some of them as uh, out there as my partner, and some of them just like me, who would like to see the government shrink. Uh, oh, it's so radical. so radical. I support voluntary interaction. Anyway, uh, yeah, Free State Project is great. We're both free staters. We're early movers up here to New Hampshire, and we're coming up on our second year, our, our, I guess our completed second year. I guess we're coming up on starting our third year up here, and man, it's been Wonderful. a great time. All right, we continue with your calls, and we go to Oregon, where Johnny is listening to KMED. Hello, Johnny. Yes, hello. You're on the air. What's on your mind? How are you doing, sir? Just uh, super. I'm a Native American, uh, and, uh, you know, the first thing I'd like to say about uh, welfare is, uh, uh, you know, I've heard it exclaimed by several people that it's like a poor man's lottery, and I don't think it was ever meant to be that way. You know, it was meant to, like, help you out and everything. Sure, sure. And, uh, you know, uh, second of all, you know, the... The, this United States, you know, and I love this country, and, uh, you know, a lot of the, uh, what do you call it, the congressional laws or whatever, you know, a lot of the ideas that the forefathers got were from Native Americans, and, in fact, they were from the Iroquois Nation on the how to run this country. And it, uh, it really makes me sad 
to see how this country has gotten so bungled up and uh, sure. laws. I think it makes. Uh, I think I agree with you. And I think it makes a lot. I think know. a lot of people share your concerns, and I can certainly empathize with what you're saying. And and indeed, I'm certain that the welfare program was intended with the best of intentions. I'm certain of it. Uh, but the problem with government is it doesn't matter what the intentions are. What always ends up happening, no matter how good the intentions, is that the government program always grows out of control from its original bounds because you aren't the one running it. And even if you were the one running it, the, you would still have very, very little control over how it operated day to day. These bureaucrats are completely unaccountable for what they do, and they're always interested in aggregating more power to themselves and more control over uh, over other people. So, really, the best of intentions, the road to hell, as they say, to uh, to utilize that particular cliche. And boy, is it true when it comes uh, when it comes to government. It doesn't matter what your intentions were. I mean, the intentions of some people were to stop people from using drugs, probably a good intention. But what has resulted is that 1.5 million people in America last year were put uh, were put in a jail cell because. Because they were caught with uh, mostly 80-plus percent of them possessing drugs. So there's all kinds of good intentions out there, but it results in tyranny, and it's unfortunate. And I thank you for your thoughts tonight. 800-259-9231. And again... When you're utilizing bad means to achieve good intentions, it doesn't matter how good your intentions are. It doesn't matter if you're you know, trying to raise money to help sick children or if you're trying to help the poor or you're trying to clean the air or the water. It doesn't matter if you're trying to free people in other countries around the world. Whatever it is that your intentions are, if you're using the government to achieve your ends, you're bankrupt. You're morally bankrupt from day number one because in order to achieve your good ends, you have to hurt people. You have to threaten them in order to get them to fund your intentions and your ideas. If your idea is so great, if your concept is so worthwhile, then why do you have to go to government with it? Why can't you raise the money on your own for it? The, the hallmark of a bad idea is that somebody has gone to government with it to get it implemented by force. I, I, can, uh, I, I can see you know, some of the points you're making on that. However, I would say that there's a couple of areas that government has more legitimacy than, than others. Uh, policing, for instance, that's an area of violence where people wish to uh, put their, you know, in, uh, enact their force on Here you Here we go again. Family. Intentions. The Look, original I intention. Which, I understand what your explanations are. Department. It's just that you've got to get on your soapbox you and talk about zero government. And it, it, Let's it, talk people about think the, the show is about that, and it's I'd not. I'd be fine if the police had stuck to their original intention of being peace officers which was their original intention to stop the disruption a disruption of the peace and for a while they stuck to that Andy Griffith and all that well, well now they're law enforcement officers and they're nowhere even near in the same ballpark as their original intentions now they enforce stop sign regulations and speeding and marijuana laws and other nonsense like that and they're too busy doing that crap and all the murderers and arsonists and rapists are pretty much running unabated let's continue as uh, you suggested with the calls and talk to Randy listening to K. GEZ in Montana. Randy, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, fellas, I agree with everything you're saying, mostly, mostly all the time. All right. What's on your mind tonight, Randy? You know, I know one wants to really talk about the government too much because they can use them as a scapegoat when everything goes wrong. Hmm. No one wants to stand up and go, what do you mean we wouldn't, we wouldn't have a government? You mean I'd have to, I'd have to actually do it myself. Yeah, you'd have to take responsibility. No for more your life. welfare. Uh, uh, speaking of welfare, is that an insult? No, I, th- I was, I was I'm speaking of Indian welfare. 
Well, I, I don't need. Where does that end? I, I understand that uh, probably welfare has hit the hardest the uh, you know the, uh, the the Indian people, but um, you know I mean there's there's no there's nothing to say that the caller was in fact taking it. Yeah, that's true. I mean, true. he saw and, the problems with and it. And what's interesting, there was a little story that John Stossel did um, back in the early part of this decade called uh, Mr. Stossel Goes to Washington, I believe it was. And there was a segment of that video where he talked about Indian reservations and how it is that they're totally under the thumb of the government bureaucrats, and many of them would not like to be. And there was one that actually managed to somehow, I don't know how they did it, but they managed to uh, emancipate themselves from the government's Bureau of Indian Affairs or Management, or whatever the hell it's called, this governmental bureaucracy that essentially lords over all the Indian reservations. Good, where's that at? Right, they managed to pull out of that, and ever since they've done that, they've been flourishing. All kinds of new businesses opening up, new houses being built, new new things happening in the economy. So yeah, you're absolutely right. If uh, Whoever it is, if you get off the government dole, then yeah, all of a sudden new you, opportunities open. Yes, yeah, sir. Once you, start, once you start buying into all that free, there ain't nothing free that way. You nailed it, Randy. Thanks for the call free. tonight. Thank you. 800-259-9231 as we continue with Brian in Colorado on the... Hey there, that's pretty loud. Brian in Colorado on the amp line. Hello. Hey, guys. Hey. Actually, uh, uh, Brian in New Hampshire, that's where the, the espresso machine is, so that's what I'm calling home. <laughs> okay, but, fine. Uh, actually, right now, I happen to be in Colorado for the next 10 miles. We are uh, moving, as uh, as I've uh, told you guys before, uh, I'm moving the family to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project. Excellent. And uh, this time, we're actually uh, having a convoy because the family includes uh, a bunch of horses. Mm. And we had a little uh, run-in with the cops last night. And, uh, I thought you guys might want to hear about it. I do want to hear about it. What 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 went down, sir? Well, Heidi, my wife bought a uh, an old school bus for fifteen hundred bucks, hmm. uh, wow. and uh, I, I spent the last week or so uh, converting this thing into half of a moving van and half of for horse storage. Huh. So uh, we've got a bunch of stuff in the back, and then there's uh, five horses that are just kind of crawling around in this thing. You know, uh, hmm. all the seats are out. Right. And uh, they're just back there, and then she's got another couple of horses in the trailer behind. So it's quite a uh, strange-looking rig. Um, well, there's this law in Colorado. I, I think this uh, the same law was just passed last week, or it went effective last week in New Hampshire, too, and that is you've got to move over. You've got to change lanes if there's a cop or some emergency vehicle and, uh, parked on the shoulder. Oh, okay, okay, I got you. So you have to give them a berth. You have to give them way, basically. Right. right, which is a good idea, of course. Uh, but um, uh, yeah, now it's law. So now she was she was going. Back, and we actually have a, a friend of ours who flew out, another free stater, who flew out here to help us drive. Uh, Heidi's in her bus with a trailer. Our friend is in a truck towing another trailer, and I'm a few hours behind. We'll find out what happened in moments. Hang on, Brian. I'm going to bring you back for the rest of the story. And your calls. We'll try to sneak you in here. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition of the program. Not going to give you the number, only remaining moments here. We're going to try to sneak all as many calls as we can in. And I will give you the website. It's freetalklive.com. The features on the site we give away, unlike those other radio talk show hosts that want to charge you for accessing their sites. Ours is free, so enjoy them on us. At freetalklive.com. And if you like the show and want to help support Free Talk Live, then we ask you become an amplifier. Just go to amp.freetalklive.com to get on board with the AMP program. AMP stands for Advertise, Market, and Promote. And the idea is you send us three bucks a month, 
And we take that money and reinvest it into the program, getting on more radio stations across the country and spreading the message of freedom and liberty and voluntary interaction as far and as wide as possible. We mentioned a couple of new radio affiliates tonight, WSVG in Virginia, Mount Jackson, as well as WKVT in Brattleboro, Vermont. Both of those stations are here because of the AMP program. It's one of the major factors that's bringing these new stations on board. So if you want to help us out uh, and actually get some perks, too, like access to the AMP-only call-in lines, chat room, forum, and more, you can go to AMP. Amp.freetalklive.com to get on board. That's amp.freetalklive.com. We go back to one of our amplifiers, Brian, in New Hampshire. You are back on Free Talk Live. You are in a convoy at the moment, uh, driving to New Hampshire from Colorado, bringing several horses in tow. You've got uh, a bunch of stuff you're bringing up here, and so it was on the way up. You mentioned there's some new law in Colorado that says people have to give a lane of, like a zone, they have to to move over to the left if the, there's a cop in the, uh, you know, on the, on the shoulder of the road. They have to give them a full lane of space, and that was where you left us with this story. So continue. Okay, yeah, so uh, uh, our friend Beth is in the middle truck and trailer, and uh, so she's behind Heidi, and she saw Heidi pull over. She didn't give, give the whole lane. She just, you know, got halfway over, over the line, uh, and, you know, whizzed back past these cops and then got back into the right lane. Now, she's only going 55 or 60 miles an hour because of all the horses in the bus. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, these cops, they were just looking for something. You know, they're looking for something strange, you know, a, a, a school bus, a towing a horse trailer. Uh, anyway, so, uh, uh, you know, a minute or two later, these, these cops just come flying past Beth, and they pull over Heidi in the school bus. Hmm. And so, you know, she pulls over, Beth slows down, and then gets behind the cop, you know, pulls off, off the road. So there, there's the, the school bus, there's the cop behind her, and then there's Beth with her truck behind, behind him. Got it. He came running back there with his hand on his gun. So what are you doing here? Uh, well, I'm just, you know, I'm traveling with my friend. Well, it, it's, uh, it's not proper procedure to uh, uh, pull up behind a, a police officer on the road. Uh. And she said, well, is it illegal? He, he said, no, but you're scaring me. Uh. <laughs> Now, uh, you know, she's got a Beretta with her just in case, uh, you yeah. know, there's any problems on her. Of course, it's well hidden because, uh, you know, you don't, you know, she didn't want any trouble. But, uh, but this guy, you know, she scared the cop. And, and, and before long, a couple more cops showed up just, you know, out of sure. the blue. Well, turns out that uh, the, the cop, after writing a ticket for this thing, it's, it's a $250 ticket or something like that. But if she pays it early, it's only $105. Oh, how nice of them. For, yeah, for, 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 for not giving the cop a, You know, the cop's probably pulling over somebody who was going five miles over the limit anyway. He shouldn't have been there in the first place. Wait a minute. But, hold know, on. The ticket, was for, the ticket was for pulling up behind the cop? No, it's no, for no, not no, passing. I'm sorry. This is a ticket for the bus. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Not giving, not giving enough room to a to an emergency vehicle stopped on the shoulder. Gotcha. That that now lands you, you know, a hundred and five dollar fine. Wow, that's amazing. Even though she, she did, did pull she over. Did give him. Yeah. Exactly. But what, what are you going to do? Yes, I did. No, you didn't. You know, and and then right? end up like Sam in Texas, you know, fighting <laughs> the judge. So the, the the story goes on. The, the guy was now lecturing. You know, after he gave Heidi the ticket, she, he was lecturing her, saying, "You need to talk to your friend here. Uh, you know, you you can't just have her pulling up behind police cars. We were about to draw our weapons on her." That's how scared these little pissy cops were. Oh, poor babies. Oh, they're so sad. Hey, uh, thank you yeah. for the story tonight, Brian, and uh, good luck with your trip. And also, are you going to pay? I, 
I don't know. I think, you know, she's, she's going to be moving in New Hampshire. She's going to fight. She's going to fly back here to, to Colorado. You know, uh, let them have their money. We're not going to do that when we, once we get to New Hampshire and we have, we're surrounded by uh, people who can uh, help support us. I just figured if you weren't ever going to be in Colorado again, then, you know, let it slide. You don't want them to come after you. They'll come after you? For I, what? You never know. They're going to ext- extradite you over $100? I don't know about that. But, hey, I see where you're coming from, and definitely it makes more sense to make a stand in New Hampshire, and I thank you, as always, for the call, Brian. These cops, man, they, they act so tough. But when a lady drives up behind them in a school bus, they get all scared. 800 The school bus was in, in front. It was uh, some lady in a truck behind. Oh, okay. Whatever. Lady in a truck. Lady in a school bus. Well, you know, I, I kind of see where they're coming from, but I, you know, what, the other part that I don't like about it is that uh, police have, have gone from, you know, the, the folks out there that catch yeah. bullets for us that, you know, keep us safe and, and that kind from of thing. peace officers to, to law ticket writing, uh, you know, drug busters. Right. Yeah, they're revenue agents, number one. Their primary purpose is revenue. And, you know, hey, guys, if the lady in the truck wanted to hurt you, she'd have just run into you. It'd be easier that way, don't you think? Right. It's, it's more about dis- you been you know, disciplining the right. uh, you know people that have. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Let's continue and talk to Ken in California. Ken, you're on Free Talk Live. Ken, California, going once. Ken? Hello, Ian and Mark. You're on the air, Ken. What's on your mind? I appreciate it, guys. Uh, I, uh, you know, you guys are doing the free state thing, and I, I had an idea on a smaller scale. How about like... Uh, Oh, you like your subdivision. Free your subdivision. Yeah, I love that idea. I call it the Free Street Project. Yeah, that's that's oh, so so you've already probably discussed this and I take it. Yeah, well, you know, it's it's tricky because you sort of have to wait uh unless you're buying a plot of land uh right out and building your own community from the ground up, then you sort of just have to wait until properties come up for sale. Uh actually the house across the street from me was up for sale last year and I actually announced it over at the nhfree.com forums, but nobody I know bought it. So we I tried to get the Free Street project started, but there's just not enough people buying property quite yet for that to really take effect. But I think it's a good idea. Right. Well, here in California, a lot of people, I don't know why, they want to they want to live in gated communities, you know, they, I guess it makes them feel protected or whatever, but but they're already paying a a, a fee uh to have, you know, I mean, they get all their roads taken care of and everything, and they probably get a much better deal. The fees aren't all that bad, I guess, if you're willing to pay. It's like 300 and something a month, I believe. Hmm. Um, but on top of it, they're still paying property taxes to the to the to the county, right. and and it's it's you know you're paying more and you're not getting any extra services, uh, or you're not getting any services from that said county or sure. city or what have you. So I mean, why couldn't that whole subdivision or that gated community say you know go to the local uh town in the county and say hey we don't need you we we've got our own uh, private police force we've got our own fire department uh we're secure we've got our own road crew thank you very much have a nice day i think it's a great idea and i think that uh, today they would have more success than they would have in the past i guess i guess a legitimate concern is that they might be afraid the government will drop a bomb on them i heard a story today out at the live free or die festival in jaffrey new hampshire we were hanging out with a bunch of uh, liberty oriented people and the story and i wish i could remember the name of this group of people some group of people in the Pennsylvania, somewhere in Pennsylvania, that basically they all changed their name to the the same name. All the women changed their name to the same name, and all the men changed their name to the same name. So there were two names, one, one for women, one for men. And this entire group of people essentially occupied a city block. And what happened was they... Um, had a, uh, they were non-cooperative, I think, with the government to some extent, and I may not be recalling the story exactly correctly, but the government dropped a bomb on their housing complex. I've never heard of this. They dropped a bomb on these people. 
So uh, that might be a little, you well, know, legitimate concern. Well, then you would go for restitution, use their court system. If you were them. still alive and you well, didn't uh, burn. Yeah, well, that, that would have to be the obvious fact, yeah. <laughs> right. but, but, yeah, somebody should survive and, uh, you know, and, and like you say, the free market, uh, you know, take but, them through their own court system. Right, but hopefully that wouldn't happen today, and I can't see very many people, I can't see very many government people willing to destroy their legitimacy in such an obvious uh, manner like that. And I think it would be very powerful if people who own property, whether they be in the same place or not, if they all just decided to band together and stop participating by paying property taxes, or maybe you just pay 50% of the property tax bills, uh, because you don't want to be seen as though you don't want fire protection and things like that. So you should pay, you know, maybe make a token gesture of paying for some of it, but like not paying for the government schools. Really, I mean, how do the government people really want to throw a family out on the street? Because that's what they would end up having to do if enough people got behind an effort like that. They'd have to throw kids out on the street because they sold their houses at a tax sale. And sorry, you don't get to live here anymore. I don't think they want to be put in that position. And if we have enough people willing to go that far, then I think that we really could have a transition to the voluntary society right quick. I thank you for the call, Ken. I appreciate hearing from you. Let's talk to Max in Seabrook, New Hampshire. Max, you're on Free Talk Live. Max? Yeah, Max from Seabrook. You are on the uh, air, short on time. Go. What's on your mind? I just wanted to reiterate what you guys said about immigration. If we didn't have the, uh, the welfare state and we didn't have the war on drugs and if people were armed, you wouldn't have criminals and drug dealers and people, you know, moochers coming into this country just to just to mooch off the system. The only people coming in would be people who want to come in and, and work and fill unfilled jobs and start businesses and do all those productive things. Absolutely. It's amazing that Americans have been so brainwashed on this issue. Thank you for the call. Gordon, 20 seconds, go. Gordon. They dropped off. He's gone. All righty. That'll be about it then. It's been Ian here with you. And Mark. And we will return Monday night. You can join us online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. All kinds of free stuff awaits you there, so get interactive with us and thousands of our listeners on our website. And in the meantime, enjoy the rest of your weekend and have a happy and safe one. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office product, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supply, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Amazon.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, a great deal, delivery to your door, and a percentage of your purchase will go to Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon through Amazon.freetalklive.com.